episode 101 of the clicks in it podcast we are on season three we do this show in increments of 50 episodes so that means season three has just started so thanks everyone out there for all your support with me in the studio today we have dan we have maddie g and kane's gonna be uh visiting us shortly he has to work later now on monday so he's gonna uh, join us more towards the end of the podcast. Uh, something we're going to try for the next couple podcasts, as long as there's not a lot of stuff to talk about in Hero Clicks, is we're going to talk about some Hero, or not Hero Clicks, but uh, here, Marvel movies and TV shows like What If is out right now. We uh, got Shang Chi out there, which I have not seen yet, but I'm going to go see that on Saturday. We just got the new Hawkeye trailer drop today, so that looks pretty cool. So at the end of the show, we're going to talk about that stuff. So if you guys haven't seen it, you'll still be able to listen to all of our clicks-related stuff. And then if you haven't seen it by the end of the um, time we're talking, you can uh, just pause the episode and come back to us. That way you can not get spoiled. But uh, let's start off with a quick, how was our week? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There are seven days, there are seven days, there are seven days in a week. We'll start off with the reason why we hate the Flash, Matty G. How was your (laughs) week? Uh, it was pretty good, pretty good, um, since I've been on in a minute, uh, do you want to hear how my last, like, three weeks have been? Sure, why not? Um, I guess, I won't tell you everything, I guess I'll just tell you, like, clicks related. Um, so three weeks ago, uh, I got a prize booster for a local event, and I pulled, uh, Super Blackheart. I was pretty stoked for my first booster of X-Men Rise and Fall. Did he pull the Hellfire Guard? Yes, nice. yes he I've did. I've seen that booster floating around. Um, and then last week, I went to a Master Mold event at Gamers World, um, and I got handed two packs from Rob Peterson, and I pulled another Black Art and the Chase Weapon Hex. Did he so, have a Hellfire Guard <laughs> with him? Yes, he did. Nice. <laughs> I like that he's like, here, I'm going to give you something that works well with me right off the bat. Have fun. Unfortunately, there was only three rounds with like 15 people, and I lost by five points going 3-0. Ouch. Yeah. It hurt. But I mean, I pulled the best super and chase, so I couldn't be too upset, but I was still kind of (laughs) salty. Speaking of losses, I do have to bring up something. So we have a player at our venue named Alex. He said he actually played against you in a Master Mold event, and he played the Gene Bomb with the Ultimate Nullifier. Do you remember that match? Oh, yeah. He yeah. Said he could <laughs> Is that one of your locals? He's one of my locals. He said he came Holy in crap. with the biggest grin on his face. He listens to the podcast, so because you were on, I wanted to make sure to give him credit for that. He's like, guys, guys. You'll never guess who I beat at a Master Mold event. I'm like, who? Like, Matty G. I'm like, you did not. Matty G's unbeatable half the time. He's like, no, 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 no. Check out my team. And he told us about what happened. And I'm like, that's actually pretty good. I'm going to have to bring it up to Matty G next time I talk to him. So tell us a little bit about that matchup and what his team was. Oh, oh boy. Um, I will say 
uh, I did not, I wasn't paying attention at first because, I mean, he can, he can completely vouch for this. So my son plays with my hero clicks, like, especially when I'm playing, like, or building a team for, like, Sunday event or, like, right before the event. So my son grabs my bishop prime and hides it on the other side of my desk. <laughs> so the second I get to the event, I, I was like, it was the first time I was running, or not the, it was the first big event I was running at Dragon's Lair. It was like more than four people. And I'm like the TO. So I was like kind of flustered getting everything set up. Um, and then I'm waiting for, I had to call my wife, have her bring, like look for my bishop prime, find my bishop prime, then bring it to me. So, like, when I started putting everything down on the map, I didn't even see what his team... Like, I didn't even look across the map. I was just throwing stuff down, calling my wife, trying to, like, get her to come. It was it was a big thing. And he literally... I took my first turn. He took his second turn. And then I was like, okay, well, uh, I could do this, or I could do this. I was like, yeah, I'll probably go, like, I'll kill, like, the Dark Phoenix. And then um, he came over on his second turn and he like got a little over and like nullified me and, and I didn't even realize he had the nullifier nullifier on his team. Like I didn't even his first turn I didn't even like pay attention to. I remember like his second turn he like TK'd and like got a I was like, how did you even get a double TK? He's like the turn before my first turn I TK'd up um uh the Hellfire Club Fast Forces girl. I don't or X Men I don't remember her name. When it like stops uh I don't, it's like the one good piece from the start Earth of Fast Horses. But I was I was so flustered with it being my first match and um, missing a piece and my first event as a big organizer. But no, full credit to him. Um, his, his team went off without a hitch. Uh, I just, I didn't, I didn't realize he had the nullifier. I realized he didn't have the nullifier on the team and I didn't even realize he had like two TKs on the team. But he did. Because what he did was he, he equipped the nullifier with bomb Jean Grey, and then mind controlled yeah. hit her with um, Jason. No, no, no. Hogwarts. He he did that. He did that first turn. Second turn, well, first turn, and he TK'd up the other chick. I'll look her up. Second turn, um, he TK'd up. Uh, he TK'd up Jason and TK'd up Jean to. Get the um, reach, and then mind controlled her, and then uh, rolled the nullifier. Page and he picked six, right, for the nullifier, obviously. Uh, he he picked five or five. Yeah, because six would kill Jean, then she wouldn't get to go bomb. Boom. And then just kind of nuked your whole team. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, Matt, what are you doing? <laughs> and then, um, uh. Yeah, I like I just I didn't realize he had yeah. No, it's 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 completely just me flubbing as I was freaking out cuz I didn't have my bishop prime. Someone let me borrow a bishop prime that was there who got the buy, but I had to have it for the next round and I I was like in my head the whole time I was like, "Oh my gosh. I'm like 5 minutes from home. If I hurry up and win this match, I can drive home, drive back." Like I was so concerned about other stuff it's whatever yeah no it's 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 comp good good for him he beat me he totally got me i did not pay attention uh it was not it wasn't a gotcha moment or anything it was just a um uh me not focusing it, it was a wait what moment 
Yeah, I was like, I was like, wait, I literally asked him, I was like, wait, you have the nullifier? And then I like read the null, I was like, yeah, this is totally a thing, I know this. And then I was like, wait, how did she get up there? He was like, oh, I TK'd her the second turn. I was like, then how did you get Jason up there? He's like, well, I doubled, I TK'd and then TK'd Gene and then TKJ. I was like, oh my gosh, Matt, what are you doing? <laughs> so that's how, um, that's how you beat Matty G, just make sure that his son plays with his bishop the night before and uh, get him super flustered. And pray yes. that he doesn't know what's on your team on second turn, and then you got him. First turn, first, first turn. I didn't even know. I didn't know what he was playing. <laughs> Second turn, I was like, "Oh, okay, you're playing like Emma with Revival and Hellfire Club, mixing all X Men." Okay, I got you now. Um, but then, oh, so last week was that. This weekend, uh, me and my wife went to Vegandale in Chicago which is like a vegan festival. So we just kind of picked out and enjoyed a lot of like-minded people and company and food. Are you vegan? It was delicious. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, you had like super, about a year so you had and a half now. Right? Uh, yes. Yeah. It, looked really um, t- it looked really tasty from what I saw. I was like, little, that looks good. Little, uh, oh, yeah. It was amazing. God, I'm trying to think of the movie reference now. What was that one movie with the vegan powers? Oh my god, um, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that in a minute. <laughs> no vegan diet, no vegan powers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Sunday I went to my local and played a 500 point Brotherhood Hellfire Club X Men Swamp since I have three black cards. Um, and I have twelve Hellfire Club guards. Um, but, uh, I ended up winning the, my local and I just got to pick like two boosters off the wall and I pulled super rare prime mimic. Nice. So you're, you're, you're good off the loose boosters for this set. Yeah. So, so five boosters, I'm at two black hearts at weapon hex chase and the super prime mimic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be, and we'll talk about Flash in a little bit. But I'm very oh, yeah. surprised at how cheap Mimic Prime is going for right now. When I think he's one of the best figures in that set. Uh, and Blackheart, both of them are severely undercosted. Yeah. Uh, if 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 no one has them right now, get them immediately. Yes. Because you're making a huge mistake. Because they will both. Die rocket in price. <laughs> yes, like I um, saw a Mimic Prime today for $75. Oh, I know. I saw it. And I was like, I think that's a misprint, right? <laughs> I think it's because they didn't win the um, Lucky Dice event. I think they didn't. Uh, it didn't really show that they, they're definitely viable. <laughs> I think I traded kind of high for it when it first came out because I figured it was going to be a high valued piece and I've slowly seen it dwindle down from like it started around 120 and then it's jumped down to 100 and then I saw 85 and then when I saw 75 today I'm like it's going the wrong direction. Uh same 75 thing. for prime mimic is a steal. For a super rare prime mimic is a steal, yeah. And then Gladiator's still like that 120, but there's talk about him being a ratted that you can 
roll your impervious roll first, then remove his confidence token or whatever that's called. But I guess that's still they're still waiting to see if that's going to be the case or not because as of right now, you can still roll your impervious and then if you miss it, take it off. But they're worried that it's going to be well, you have to do it before and then chance at the impervious. Yeah, but we'll see what happens. Um, but is that it for your week? Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much. I'm going to Monster Jam with my son for my wife's birthday uh, this upcoming weekend, so that'll be fun. Very nice. Uh, Dan, what about your week? Uh, my week was pretty quiet. I really didn't have much going on. Um, I just... I talked to my friend. He moved to uh, Minnesota for his PhD, so we we just hung out for a few hours over the phone, um, just to catch up and see how things are going with him living in uh, <clears throat> the place he's unfamiliar with and all boring he's been doing. So it was a good time. Very nice. Um, as for me, uh, I decided to sell a couple clicks just because I wanted to get a new lens for my business. So I sold my uh, master mold that I won. I sold. Ooh. Uh, the problem How much is, you get for it? I got one seventy five for it. Okay, okay, that's good. Yeah, um, I just don't have the pieces that go with it. I don't have a Cyclops Sentinel. I don't have any of the Sentinels. All I had was the Pogs and the Sentinels that came in the new set. So I don't have anything for it. And plus, I, I play that figure once and I feel dirty and I never play it again. Um, <laughs> if if I were more of a competitive player and had time to go to all these events that these people go to, I probably would, but my wife hates the game and never lets me leave the house. So (laughs) does she listen to the podcast? No, absolutely not. Are you kidding me? She hates the podcast as well. If she she ever did, who you would be. Yeah. In fact, I've said this on the podcast before. The only reason why I'm even allowed to have this podcast, because on Mondays is the bachelorette and she doesn't allow me in the room while I watch it. So one, one day last year, I was like, hey, Ricky, remember that guy? And Dan, you want to do a podcast on Mondays? Because I'm not allowed upstairs. So that's how the podcast actually originated from. But yeah. I sold him. I forgot what else I sold. I sold a couple other not super high-value figures, but enough to get myself a new lens. So I'm happy about that. Um, my wife, well, not my wife, well, partly. Uh, my daughter got baptized yesterday, so that was kind of cool. Saw a bunch of the family that I haven't seen in a while. And then finally, I shouldn't say finally, that sounds wrong, but uh, Kenny Banks finally um, got me a Gladiator Prime when I traded him his, or my Sky Tyrant to him for the Clicks Cup. So he actually contacted one of his buddies, uh, Mika Love, I think that's his last name, or his first yeah. name. Um, Micah. Micah, sorry, not Micah. Micah, so I'm going to be getting a Gladiator Prime. Uh, soon in the mail, so I want to thank Micah. And actually, I met Micah like two or three years ago at Origins because I bought a peace machine off him. Um, he was <laughs> looking through his messages like, oh, hey, we met once at Origins when you could actually play clicks in live form. Uh, so it's back. It's back partially. There's still a couple places that, like, I just talked to Austin Murray, and he says all of Austin is still kind of shut down from playing clicks. But, oh um, man, it's, it's getting there. It's getting there slowly. So that was pretty much my week. Um, so now I got everything from the set. I am only two chases away from completing the set uh, from Rise and Fall. I'm missing Speed Weasel and I'm missing Dupool. I got the rest of them, which I was happy about. I need Diamond Patch. I did get Diamond Patch. I forgot what I traded for him. I think I traded him somebody 
um, my extra black heart and my extra gladiator for for diamond patch. That's not bad. That's the only. I mean, that and a couple rares are the only thing I'm really looking for. Yeah. Oh well, super and gladiator. So I pulled a gladiator off the shelf, but in my brick I also pulled a gladiator, but it had no cards. I don't know if you guys watched the uh, unboxing that I did. Um, Was kids replacement? Yep, so I contacted them. I also sent in my um, my Ultra Chase Deadpool in for a replacement because the top of it was super faded, so I wanted to get that. Uh, you said that you opened a brick recently that you were going to mention, and you wanted to tell us a little story about that. Um, yes. So uh, I did pretty well at the Clicks Cup. Um, I got, like, almost two full cases among other things, well, three cases, but um, one of the cases is going to be an Empire case. And, um, and Clicks Cup champion. Oh, wait, that didn't work out. Oh, no. Was that too, too soon? Ouch. Wow. Too soon? <laughs> um, anyways, as far as rudely interrupted. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, so I opened a brick. Um opened a brick of it, and I pulled another super rare black heart. Uh, like, three Hellfire Guards, two Sentinels. Wait, wait, you know the question. Did the black heart come with a Hellfire Guard? Yes, it did. I love that combo so good much. <laughs> it's so nice. Um, but, I got like Dark Beast. Ugh. Uh, yeah, so I was kind of like bummed out. But I have this other case in front of me, but I was like, all I really need is, like, Diamond Patch from the set. I mean, like, the, the rares I can wait on, they're no biggie. They're probably in there anyways. But rares are, like, a dollar to, like, less than five. I was like, I'm trying to, like, I'm probably going to sell this case now. Now I just kind of, like, post it, but I'm so lazy. <laughs> well, hey, if you listen to the podcast and you are a friend of Many G's on Facebook, yes, contact him hit right me after up. this podcast and hit him up. He'll give you a nice deal on that. I am. I plan on it. That is the plan. Um, I thought you said you said something about the last five boosters of that brick you wanted to mention. Oh, yeah. No, those are. The, I was talking about the five loose boosters. My oh, last five loose, five loose boosters. boosters from X and Rise and Fall. Okay. I'm supposed to get another five from David, but when he dropped them off at UPS, there was a mix-up, and they apparently are in limbo. So That's we're working that out. It's always good to see that pending on UPS or FedEx or whatever it is, because that means... Oh, he, like, called them, and they said, like, they'd have no idea what he's talking about. So someone, like, just jacked the five boosters that worked there. Ugh, of course. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something else, but I completely forgot. Anyways, um, <coughs> but that is our week. Let's get into a little bit of news. Hello. Right. A quick. Oh, sorry. Come on, man. That's the you haven't been on the podcast for a while. I got to get my intros in there. Oh, I I, I didn't hear you for a second. It it was uh, cutting out. Sorry. <laughs> um. So first off, before we get into the news, I just want to do a quick PSA out to everybody out in Clicksland. <laughs> Super Rare Flash is not worth one hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> so please. Or is he? No, please. Or is he? Stop paying these prices 
Was that for one only? One. Now I understand that you need you don't need two, but it's nice to have two on your team. Three isn't a must, but people just like the combo because you can have up to three flashes, and there's kind of a a corner um, in the market because everyone has three of them, and there's not an abundance that where you just need one of them. But stop encouraging Matt. And having these flashes go for way more than they're supposed to be going for. <laughs> well, I will say, I think it's worth it. I think it is going to be probably the most expensive super for a while. Yes. Um, well, you got to think here. Wonder Woman sold out. So You know, there is a brick at a store that I am near, and I'm like contemplating buying a brick. <laughs> that would be... a. a, a, a a ridiculous decision not to buy it because every brick has a chase. Yeah, and well, then and then when you don't well, pull the flash, now hang on. I'm even if you don't pull flash, if you pull commissioner, if you pull uh, guy Gardner, if you, you pull, pull sky Tyrant. or you can pull a hell Jordan. <laughs> I mean, or, or that's a risk. <laughs> but that, those are risks. They are risks. That is the name of the game. But I know I. And I know it's gar- I, I'm putting up the air quotes guaranteed a chase, but you were also supposed to be guaranteed a chase in a case of rise and fall. <laughs> and there have been horror stories out there of people not getting it. So I don't think I ever heard anybody not getting a chase in Wonder Woman, but I just I don't need anything from there, and I don't want to risk like the high value ones in there are the Flash, obviously. The Secret Six, besides Deathbringer and um, Supergirl, you could maybe pull a Sword Wonder Woman. You could pull the Prime. There's not that many expensive super. Like I'm even kind of shocked that Prime Gigant is only going for twenty dollars. Like I would figure, a, I mean, like, like twenty twenty five. Yeah, I just I always compare that. I, I know it's the figure, but I always compare that to like Black Adam, who always went for like sixty bucks and still goes for like forty fifty dollars. <laughs> It's the same rarity. It's just who we is, who it is that it drives up the price. There's like title Wonder Woman. There's uh, Golden Armor Wonder Woman. Chip, Firstborn, Faust, um, Green Lantern. Chip's a good there's one some, too. There's some good supers in there. But like I have everything, so there's really. I mean, if anything, it would just be a. Um, a roll of the dice to sell it and maybe make you know twenty dollars or something like that after. Oh yeah. So it's not to me not worth it. But uh, if anybody but, out there in Wisconsin area, it's Gamers <laughs> Universe on Blue Mountain, so go for it. With the Wonder Woman being sold out, it definitely val- it definitely jacks up the price of the flesh. It is a champion piece. Um and the fact that you kind of need I would say at least minimum two, sometimes three. Uh and the sculpt is like phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, what else are you getting? Like, also, full map reach with 50 points and a prob, a TK, and leadership, and possibly two attacks for 50 points. I still don't know how Wiz could let you make that thing. I really don't. Oh, dude, it was going to be so much worse. We got, This is the watered-down version. <laughs> <laughs> this is the watered-down version. What, like, for keywords, was it just, like, the infinity sign or something like that? <laughs> Everything. Everything. Everything DC related. I can't believe this. That's. I can't believe that is the, the epitome of the watered down version. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was going to be gross. Well, like, was he supposed to have hypersonic, obviously? But they're like, actually, we're benching that power, so you can't have that anymore. I mean, yes, because he is the Flash, but, like, having the double charge almost works better because now he gets two attacks. Yeah. I'm just saying, by himself, he can literally put out, like, seven clicks of damage for 30 points. I just think of, like, him and, and like, Temple putting a combo like that together to give him, what did that be, a nine-square charge? Or, I don't even know if you need it. It'd be, it'd, be, it'd be a ten-square, so you would get full map reach by himself. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so please stop out there. Keep paying the ridiculous amounts for him. You're just feeding Manny G's ego at this point whenever he's... No, actually, actually, stop buying them so I can get my hands on uh, four more. Um, and then everyone can keep buying them. So again. he can just run <laughs> ten flashes on one team, or no? It's not a bad team. Are they thirty points? But... Or twenty points. Thirty. A thirty then twenty. Yeah. So yeah, you would have to. You probably run ten, maybe twelve at that point. How many could you run for that actually? Well, it would be fifty for two. So it would be. That's yeah, two fifty divided by two, two, twelve more. So you can run fourteen plus ten points. No, that's not right. Is two, it? three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, twelve. Twelve points. Twelve. I went to public school, so that's why. Um, <laughs> uh, but then you have ten points for whatever. Put like the the um, Waldo arms on one of them or something. I don't know. Or no, give them the space jump. No, they can carry already, can't they? No. I thought they could for some reason. I thought they had. I mean, if you give them, like, Green Lantern, TA, or oh, Underworld. <laughs> yeah. yeah, give them the space ring and just have them carry each other. Arnold, yeah, play play a 10-point Madrox to give them Underworld. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> they carry each other. Oh, my God. I want to see that team, actually. Anyways, that's my PSA. So if you want to keep feeding Matt's ego, just keep paying those ridiculous prices. No, I need some more first. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next off, and Kane's actually with us, so Kane, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, thank you. Glad to be here. Hello, everybody. What's going on? Um, next off, I am just putting a feeler out there in Clicksland on Facebook and on Discord to see who would be interested because our, our annual Sets Appeal tournament is coming up, and reigning champion Matty G uh, is with us. So he, what, what um, set did you pick? for this year's Sets Appeal. I cannot remember. Um, I haven't submitted it yet. <laughs> well, weren't, weren't you and Iron Mike going to work on something because of the controversy in the last game? Yeah, and I also wanted to ask, um, is it, I mean, I guess I could do it on the podcast, put you on the spot. Can I ask for a set and then ask for like specific pieces from that set to not be an option to be played? Sure, you can do that. As reigning champion, you can make all the rules for a set. <laughs> kind of just make the... Um... You want to you you I... exclude the outliers, basically. So he wants, to yeah. pick, oh, he wants to pick Wonder Woman and exclude the Flash. That's what he wants to do. That's his Not goal. leaning towards that. <laughs> no, more of like Street Fighter, but no Akuma. <laughs> type of thing. Fi- oh my god. <laughs> and you have to play on the Street Fighter maps that are like yep. two, two by eights or whatever they were. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole thing. Is that otherwise, it would take three turns to just get them across the map. Uh, oh my gosh! I actually might know what I want to play because I love playing them. 
Pacific Rim. Come on, you know. No, no. You get WWE. Ooh, let's go. Let's go. Wave two, right? Whenever that comes out. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I would. I would. I don't know anything about all those powers, so I would. I would totally not be able to judge any of those things because I don't know about the headlock and all that kind of stuff. But that would be an interesting (laughs) thing to do. They're fun. They're amazing. Um, But yeah, that is the plan. Our last sets appeal was back in November. I did have. I had it be a five day event, but that was way too much. So if it does happen again, that's not going to be the case. We're going to spread it out probably one set per week. I still don't know if I want to do it in pods. I don't want to do it bracket style where some of the people that played couldn't play the other sets that they teams that they made from, because the last time it was just basically round one. If you get eliminated, you're out of the tournament. And a lot of people didn't, like that because they already made the teams for the rest of the sets and i totally agree with that i'm i wish i didn't do it that way because i know like calder got to round two but then lost but he really wanted to play his crisis team so i gotta find a way if i want to do it in pods and how i do that because you have to have a specific set Um, i'm still working with that but plan on like november-ish time Um, i'll make an announcement in a couple weeks see how many people are still interested. I don't know how relevant Roll20 is now that a lot of people are playing in person now, so that's why I'm throwing those feelers out. Matt, have you played in any Roll20? I know, what's that one site that just started to do monthly tournaments? Oh, what the heck was it called? It's on my phone somewhere. But they're doing monthly tournaments. Um, so I just don't oh, know. Oh, the one that he was, uh, Jay Salmon, I think. It's yeah. someone from like the Rock is doing it. Yeah, uh, da, 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 da. I don't see it on here anyway. I don't remember offhand. But, uh, yeah, um, is is Roll20 still relevant, Matt? Do you still play on there at all? Um, like me? No, I haven't played on Roll20 since, like, Rock Cup this time last year. Okay. I don't, or maybe, yeah, I think so. I don't it, really prefer Roll20. <laughs> no, I, I know a lot of people don't. I, I'm still, I still feel like, the advantage is in some people's position when um, they're playing Roll20. Because even you, I've seen you play a few games on there, and you'll just randomly click, like, the D2 die because you don't want this, like, algorithm to be staying at, like, fives and sixes. <laughs> you want to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, and I think in some tournaments, like, they don't let you do that. They're like, no, you can't just randomly roll die. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I randomly roll die all the time when I play. Yeah. Just randomly just roll them and drop them just to just to see what it is. Yeah. Or like rabbit hole my own attacks or super senses sometimes. Well, I mean, how many times do you miss an attack roll and then you just roll for fun right after? Like, oh, damn it, that's what I needed. I mean, I do that yeah. every single time I miss an attack roll. Yeah, or like just rabbit hole. Like, mm, I could make this attack, but I don't trust it, so I'm just going to do something else instead. And then you like pass a turnover, and then you roll it, and it's like an eleven. It's like, damn it, I would have freaking hit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, stay stay tuned. <coughs> Excuse me for the new sets appeal tournament that'll be coming up. If you don't know about that one, it's basically each round you get a new set that you have to work with. So last uh, tournament it was Crisis, it was Avengers, it was Star Trek, which I'll never do again because of the controversy in the last game. <laughs> um, I forgot the other two ones. There was Web of Spider-Man, and I forget the other one. Slosh. Smosh, yeah. Slosh. Slosh. Super, um... Superman Legion of Superheroes. Thank you, wow. Um, so yeah, <laughs> each round, you had to 
we gave you a specific set that you had to make with and you got to use everything in the tab that is on hc realm so if there was a fast forces that was part of that set you couldn't use that because that had its own separate tab so like uh, i think house of x has a fast forces set so if i chose house of x for some reason you use everything in the tab on hc realms but you couldn't use the fast forces because that was in a different tab and then if it's an older set you could use bfcs and pogs and um, feats and stuff like that. So stay tuned for more information on this year's sets appeal. Uh, next, I want to talk about the ROC that actually got played at Lucky Dice Cafe. There were 28 people that showed up, and we have a top eight that I want to read off their teams real quick. And maybe, Matt, as our resident professional, you can tell us how what you think of some of these teams. So Daniel Powell. Oh, yeah, gladly. He had Doom the Conqueror. He had the, uh, I can't read that, Amanda Waller, Batman, The Flash, Molecule Man, Sky Tyrant, and High Evolutionary. We had Easton Brock, who had Flash winning team, Flash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Professor X X times two, Kate Pride times two, Cable with the Hologram and Multiple Man. Why is Kate Pride all of a sudden making waves in competitive field? Because she's good. Who? Kate Pride, the super rare pirate from House of X that makes Lockheed. Um, I mean, she's just good by herself. She can, like, revive maggots. And also, if you start with her and win map, you can sub her out and you get a free perplex bog. Okay. Yep. And she also has, like, her, her other trait that just gives people with keywords. Hellfire steel energy. Yeah, it's just... It's, she's good. She's, <laughs> she's got a thing where she can unequip characters if she's moved through them for free. So it's... Yep. it's She's got a lot of good stuff going on. It's just funny how, like, a figure that's been out for a while, that set came out almost a year ago. You know, never on any... In January this year. Was it? I thought it was this... Oh, yeah, it got pushed back. Um, never saw any play, and then someone, most likely PJ, found a way to tweak it a little bit just to make it more competitive, and now people are playing more of them. And playing two of them, let alone. Uh, then well, we- you also... Real quick, you have to also understand, like, the rule change allowing you to carry without having movement reduction yep. is another big thing. So true. I think I think now that that's kind of a thing, then you're going to start seeing these figures be like, oh, yeah, hey, now these are playable. So that's just one of the things I think about. Axes are more meta now because of that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we've got Jalen. I don't know last name. Is that Smith? Major. Major. Or J Major, yeah. Uh, he played double Blackheart, he played Jason, and he played Magneto at 40, the one that swaps, and then Magneto, the 25.1. I don't know if that is the Sentinel base or the um, rare from House of X. Does it say his sideline? Um, it says Diamond Patch, Captain Marvel, Commissioner, Isaac, Hellfire Guard, Black Vulcan, Brainiac, Brainiac, and Grodd. Interesting. I really like that. Uh, we've got a team with no name on here, but it is Emperor Gladiator, my man. We have Dark Phoenix, Double Flash, Boo, um, Annihilating Conqueror, and Molecule Man. J-Major. That's Jalen's dad. Uh, we got Lucas, who played Jason, Kate Pride, Harry Leland, Magneto that swaps, 25-point Magneto. Uh, that is the sentinel base one, and Dark Phoenix. We've got PJ Bolin, who played Maggot, Jason, Harry, Kate Pride, Magneto, the Sentinel, and Dark Phoenix. We've got Andrew Moshburn, who played Blackheart, Magneto, the Swap One, Kate Pride, Jason Weingard, and Dark Phoenix. We've got um, 
Azari Strife? Azareth Strife. Strife. Sorry, Azareth, if you listen. Another teammate. <laughs> uh, we got Cable with the hologram, Kate Pride, Professor X, Leech, Multiple Man, Dark Phoenix, and Richter. We've got Daniel Powell, who did... I think I read that one off already. Yeah. It did. And Daniel ended up winning it. Easton got second, and Jay and Jalen got third and fourth. So congratulations. I would say, I think Daniel went undefeated, did he not, right? He did. He won 8-0. Yep. Which, looking at that team, it doesn't look that intimidating. But I guess, you know, if you win MAP and Batman Mind Control is your whole freaking team, he can bring them over with um, Batman or hit them. I guess you can't do the massive damage anymore. You can still do two damage to everybody, I think. Or he does not Well, he... He, he starts, he puts the alchemical fire on him so he can, like, hit you with penetrating damage and other stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much, I'm not going to say they're all Mick or rinse and repeat teams because there were a lot of Dark Phoenixes. I do like that um, Emperor Gladiator did make it to one team. I don't Everything like out of Dan's team is new. What do you mean? Everything outside of Dan's team oh, is yes. never seen competitive play. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, that's nice. I mean, there was like a few recycled pieces in some of those teams, but yeah, at least it was. I mean, you're going to have pieces like <laughs> the better pieces are always going to be on other teams, but none of those teams have seemed competitive. A lot of it was from X Men Rise and Fall. Five, and that was my that, real, real quick, Adam. That was going to be my comment on all that. Is that I really do like these teams being top because, like, like you said, um, Maddie, is that they just all these are teams that are built together that we just really haven't seen this type of um, synchronicity, right? We haven't seen these teams be competitive or be meta. So it was really, really not a breath of fresh air, really, to hear those type of teams. So five, sorry, Adam, go five, ahead. So I was going to say five teams had a Kate Pride on them, which is pretty cool. Um, really I'm, cool. I'm kind of assuming people are playing Cable just to swap out for Diamond Pack yep. and keep the holograms. Well, I mean, the swap out options could be any of nine different options. Yeah. But the holograms give you a free zero-point body to swap out for something else. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Wait, repeat that for me? <laughs> so the cables, um, you can swap out the main cable, or you can swap out the zero-point cable. It counts as a figure, but it counts as zero points for swap-out purposes. So you can, like, oh. swap it out and, like... You can swap out like Cable and Kate Pride for sixty-five points, and you can like bring in like a Dark Phoenix and a regular Phoenix. Oh wow! Just off the top of my head, because it counts as a it counts as a figure, just a not you're not adding. Yeah, yeah, you're not but, adding any points. That's interesting. That is interesting. That is very cool. Um, so congratulations, Daniel, on that. Um, I just Congrats. I don't know how these guys have all the time to get to all these um, tournaments. I wish I had that time. What no, are no. you talking about? This is the first like in-person competitive event besides the Clicks Cup. Well, the Clicks Cup, and then I know Daniel is doing one in Kentucky, I believe, that's coming up. It's in October, but that's, October. that's like at his home venue. So, But even before COVID hit and everything, I saw these guys going to all these events all over the place. It doesn't help or it doesn't help me that my wife hates the game and their wives love the game so that i have that going on for me but um well dan has dan has the benefit of like what most probably all other hero clicks players well most hero clicks players want is that their significant other plays the game as well yes 
So having that benefit, I mean, you can just play all the time and like play random fun games at home and just play all the time and build. And um, I don't know about Cat PJ's wife if she hates PJ for going, <laughs> but um, I mean, I will say I think the Midwest has like a lot of great spots. Uh, because like there's Columbus, J Major store has events, Chicago has events, Michigan used to have events, um, Kentucky has events, uh, PJ's ran events in Indiana, there's a new store like just above Indianapolis that runs events. Um, yeah, Missouri used to run events. It's, the Midwest is like a great spot. I mean, there's never, and everyone kind of talks to each other, so no, oh, there, are, there used to be two spots in Kentucky that, has, that had events. But everyone kind of talks to each other so they don't run events too close to each other so that people can turn out and play. Yeah, that's very true. Um, our buddy Mike Re- uh, Redman that shows up to our venue as well, his wife plays a lot. And I guess they play all the time at their house. And it was super funny because on one of the pod or one of the YouTube videos that I posted of our pre-release uh, openings that Kane gave us all crap because nobody looked excited for anything that they pulled. Um, <laughs> someone commented a couple days ago and said, I apologize if this sounds disrespectful, but whoever has the hot wife who likes clicks is a very lucky man. So right, <laughs> if you listen to this, I told you that earlier, but I thought that was kind of funny that someone mentioned that to her. Um, all right, so getting off on the ROC, the last bit of news is we actually have some Gen Con exclusives finally um, WizKids mentioned this uh, like two weeks before Gen Con that they were going to be selling a few exclusives like <laughs> nobody cared. Like, oh, just so you guys know, we're going to be selling these figures at Gen Con. And those figures just happen to be uh, Master Mold for $100. We have a Wonder Woman and Jumps, the Kangaroo, which you're going to get for $20. We finally have Ghost or Cosmic Ghost Rider with Baby Thanos, who I believe you're not going to get Baby Thanos, but you are going to get a Thanos with a Punisher shirt on as a secondary character in that booster. That's going to cost you $30. And then we have a, not John Cena, which I was kind of surprised about, but we are getting an Ultimate Warrior for $15. So Warrior? The big thing that is going around HeroClix right now is that if you are going to WizKids, you are getting bombarded by people asking you to buy these figures because nobody knew that these were going to be sold at Gen Con until about a week ago because WizKids was just like, ah, no one's going to care about these figures. Well, you were wrong, WizKids. Well, considering that like at least one of them was announced last year as uh, was going to be, what was it an Origins viable? Yes. So, I mean, I mean come, you, you, you tell, like, you're telling me that the player base that was really excited and pumped for this last year, and then we're like, oh, we don't know when it's coming back, and they see the first sign that it's viable is not going to freak out. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what they expected. So um, let's talk a little bit about Warrior, and while we talk about Warrior, I'm going to play his scene, theme song in the background. Because if you're a uh, an 80s child like me, those were the days of wrestling when you had Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Randy Savage, Steamboat Rally, Superfly Jimmy Snuka, the Bushwhackers, Junkyard Dog, Jake the Snake, all them great characters. Get them, get them, get them. Um, that was my day of wrestling was back in like at George the Animal Steel, Mr. Perfect, Sergeant Slaughter, Big Boss Man. I could just go on a tangent naming all these guys. 
I love the Raw WCW War, though. I will say that. Yeah. Um, like Monday Night is War. Yes, but I don't know. There was something about 80s wrestling that just was absolutely amazing. But let's talk a little bit about Ultimate Warrior. We don't know anybody's <laughs> stats. We don't know his point values, but we do see the front of his card. He does have a trait signature move, Gorilla Press Slam, where he lifted the guy above his head and just kind of dropped him behind him. Great wrestling move back then. It is a close. If Ultimate Warrior has one action token, make a close attack. After resolutions, exchange squares with a hit character and give each character an action token. So that's cool. I mean, you're you're basically just swapping spots with the uh, character, which is what he did in the wrestling uh, arena too. He lifted him up, threw him behind him, and it kind of took his spot where he was. He also has repeated clotheslines. Lightning speed. Now, what is that, Matt? I don't know much about WWE figures. Well, I actually love WWE figures, <laughs> and I am the Rock WWE Tag Team Champion with Matt Donham. Of course you are. So, yeah, we oh we won. We got like a factory set of the thing. We have exclusive uh, what title limited edition. What don't you have is what I want to know. There's a lot. <laughs> Um, so lightning speed is, it's a power, you get improved movement characters, and you move three squares and make a close attack, and then I think you move two more. Okay. So it's lightning speed, when ultimate warrior uses it and hits, once per turn after resolutions, he can use lightning speed at no cost. So he can move uh, three, if that's the correct way, hit somebody, and then do it one more time. Then he has Shake the Rope. So if you remember Ultimate Warrior, he just grabbed those ropes and shaked it violently, which has always got the crowd pumped up. Uh, Perplex, but only to target himself. Once per turn, when Ultimate Warrior uses it, if he is adjacent to two-plus ropes, he may use it again. Now, again, are ropes just like hindering and blocking terrain? Yeah, so it's... And you you have to be, like, adjacent. So it's, it's it's not diagonal. Like, they have to be... Um, like front, behind, left, or right. It can't be diagonal. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah, that's all we know about That makes sense. Yeah. That's all we know about Okay. He's pretty cool looking. Um, I probably will buy some of these more 80s figures. Like, I need to get myself an Andre the Giant, a Hulk Hogan, an Ultimate Warrior. I got to get myself Brett the Hitman Hart, which was my all-time favorite wrestler. Um, But, yeah, he's cool. It'd be nice to get him. I don't know... Um, if it's going to be feasible. It's nice that it's only $15, so I'll probably just collect him for the collectability of it, but it's cool that we finally got to know a little bit about him. I'm really curious of what this Ghost Rider is going to do with the Thanos in a Punisher shirt does. I kind of wish the Bystander or whatever came with him was baby Thanos, but this looks like teenage Thanos or something. I don't know. I know nothing about I do think he'll be somewhat decent, uh, the Ultimate Warrior, though, FYI. You think so? Uh, I mean, obviously, depending on his points, but um, we're talking like lightning speed, like WWE, so he can lightning speed up. He's protected from rain, so he has to hit him up close. He also had a perplex, um, so he can perplex himself up, but a lightning speed, which means he can ignore characters, move three squares, hit someone, move another two squares, and then move another three squares through characters hit someone, and then move another two squares. So that alone is like 10 squares and two attacks in 10 squares. 
And lightning speed like fits him because if you remember him, he like sprinted to the ring every time, every <laughs> single time. Um, he has some other powers: uh, running to the ring, which is called lightning speed; leaping shoulder block, which is flurry; ultimate splash, which is stun. What's stun again, Matt? Uh, stun is it's an attack power. Um, it's when the character it, hits one plus characters, a hit character modifies attack and damage minus one to your next turn. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, but it's it's just happens. It's uh, passive. Oh, and what they need to do, they need to update the WWE rulebook, powers and abilities, because I think certain things need to be changed with other things. Oh, because of the way the rules change with the regular rules, so that some of the yeah. other stuff might be kind of wonky now? So, like, I don't like. Are they gonna? If they need to make slam close. Like, is slam just gonna be with an attack? Yeah. Or is it that is it, that could is be, it be, thing? Is it, gonna, is it gonna be passive, or is it gonna actually require like close action? Yeah, like if slam is passive and like stun is already passive, but slam being passive is gonna be nuts. Um, yeah. Flying leap will probably still be a power, but um, like slingshot is still gonna be a power. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> But slam and stun, if they're both passive, that's really good for characters. It's just you modify attack and damage minus one, and slam is you give a character an axe token, or you can place them in a different square adjacent. I believe PJ was running the construct, or not construct, danger room, saber tooth with the exo specs with stun, because then he just brought down the person they hit with flurry down by two. With well, with the scientist team that we played at the Clicks Cup, um, you TK up, or you give uh, Flash uh, Slam with, oh, with uh, Nathaniel baby. Richards, yep. and you charge up, hit someone, and you slam them and bring them back to your starting area where everyone just kind of like gang piles on them. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and you surprise people with that, and they're like, wait, what? And you're like, yeah, Flash is just like, come on over here, dude. Um, Ultimate Warrior has, um, I should say he has WWE, Mystical, and Warrior keyword. He better have Warrior keyword. And then he has three more powers. I am the Ultimate Warrior, which is Invuln. You are the Ultimate Warrior fans, which is Toughness. And I love this last one. He has Regen, and it's called, And the Spirit of the Ultimate Warrior Will Run Forever. I love that flavor text for him. That is such a great homage, or whatever you want to call it, to the Ultimate Warrior. Very, very cool. But that that is going to be our news. And now we are going to get into this week's Make It Meta. Where are they? I think they're talking about us. So a figure that I am very intrigued about is the set. Now, we did the Prime version of this guy, but we are actually going to be talking about the Regular, I was going to pull up the na- the uh, number, but uh, Realm is being he's, fidgety right now. But he's 061A. There it is, 061A, the regular Mimic. So we did Mimic Prime a couple weeks ago. We also did a video with uh, Kane and Iron Mike um, just kind of testing out the full-pointed Prime Mimic and the lower point one. But I want to talk a little about the regular Mimic because he kind of intrigues me with his... Uh, power of mimicry where you can put people on the sideline and put a token on them so 
He is a hundred points or he is 45 points. He has the brotherhood and X-Men keyword. He has nothing on attack or nothing on movement, nothing on attack. He's got toughness and he's got a couple stop clicks in there. He's got four clicks of leadership and then nothing. He is a flyer. He's got six range. His rally is opposing attack rolls only, of course. Free remove mimics rally die to choose a displayed standard power. A character within a range of line of fire can use. Mimic can use the chosen power until your next turn. That's okay. But his power mimicry, mimicry is at the beginning of the game, choose a mimicry token to a character on your sideline with a point value less or equal to Mimic and with the X-Men or Brotherhood of Mutants keyword. Mimic can use the displayed standard power of the starting click of that character that has the mimicry token. And then his stop clicks are basically you can swap his mimicry token to somebody else that's on his sideline. So you can do it three times. The beginning of the game, his first stop click, and his second stop click. If you play him at 100, you can do it twice if you do it at his lower point value. So first off, I wanted to talk about what are some characters that go well with him on his sideline. The the one that jumps out to me right away is Rachel Summers from Regenesis. Because she has, let me pull him pull her up real quick. I'm sorry, not Rachel, Hope. Hope is the one I'm thinking of. Because it has to be displayed powers and not special powers. But she starts off with Charge, Precision Strikes, Senses, and Perplex. I think that's a great combo. There's no um, white powers that would prevent him from using any of those. I think that's a great one. Dan, you also mentioned the Angel, the LE from Regenesis, which had the Hypersonic, Precision Strike, ESD, and Shape Change. I think that's a great one as well. Um, What are some other ones that would go well with him as the Mimicry token? What do you guys think? Bueller? With the the Mimicry token? If If you're playing him at 100, I would definitely... I mean, Angel's got four of the best powers to copy off. I mean, there's not a lot of characters that get hypersonic, so just have, having access to that is a solid choice. Yeah. And yeah, the, Arch- the Archangel is... That's a good one. And Sorry. just remember, it has to be... And you're right, I'm not taking this anything, but it has to be displayed powers, not any kind of white powers that uh, they can say. Yeah. So I think Archangel for sure... I think Hope Summers is a good one just to get that charge out there. What are some other ones out there? I was looking. There's not really that have four standard powers on their opening click. I was, <coughs> excuse me. I was thinking maybe if you really wanted to, you could do the new super rare uh, Emma Frost. That's pretty good. I mean, she's got mind control, she's got psychic blast, she's got senses, and she's got prod. So it's not nothing. And then if you other, oh, uh, go ahead. Otherwise, there's the uh, the deep cuts Emma that has charge, super strength, impervious, and outwit. Ooh, Uh, damn. Where's deep cuts? There's deep cuts. No, that's not deep cuts. There's deep cuts. The Emma Frost you said. Yeah. Yeah, charge, super strikes, impervious, outwit. That's a good one, too, for 80 points. So you'd have to play it full. Well, yeah, but you're playing Mimic. I would think you'd play Mimic at 100 because you get two stop clicks. He starts with good stats. I mean, if we're trying to build a team around him, I don't think putting him at 45 would be the play. No, not at all. Um, I mean, two of them. <laughs> I, guess, I, guess, I guess that's true. I just, I would think the, I just, I don't know. I don't know if the two 
outweighs the one overall. Well, real, real quick, their their lower point value you you can put in sideline characters at um at the lower point value, correct? Yeah, they should like, be like, less than or equal to his keyword in Hampton X Men or Brotherhood. Okay, so for any just one that pops in the top of my head, I, I know it's not the best one, and it doesn't fulfill the requirement of having like four on their starting. But if you go all the way back to, I think I don't know if she was a superhero or not, but Songbird and the Captain America, Captain American Avengers does start with like sidestep, pulse wave, and ESD. Yeah, but he's um, forty five points at at low, not fifty. Okay, and Songbird's thirty at low. So, oh, I was thinking her. Full, I was thinking her lower or her top line's still sixty anyway. Yeah, her bottom line's thirty. So that that's the only thing. Like, if you run him at forty five, that's one that just pops in my head. That thirty points you're. You can run that, right? That's just an option. You would have pulse wave. You would have was sidestep. Which sidestep? We already talked about how crucial that can be. Was she an X Men? So. Songbird? No. Because uh, they have to be Songbird. X Men Brotherhood. Oh, I missed that. I overread that part. So my bad. This doesn't work. No. <laughs> I thought it was just thirty. I thought it was just less than that. Well, doesn't isn't there a figure that gives him the keyword? Kind of like yeah, but not, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't affect the sideline though. Well, never mind then. Yeah. Ignore all that. Um, another one. I like your heads in. Yep. Kane likes to think outside the box. That's why I keep it. I really, back. I really do. <laughs> um, Chase Apocalypse wouldn't be a bad one because you get running shot, second blast, and uh, outwit. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. I mean, I think, in all honesty, you want something that can, um, like, you want something for range, something for close, and. Like something for uh, like support defense. Yeah. Um, and remember, you get three of these if you're playing at a hundred. So um, it's a lot harder than you think, just because they're you want you want to utilize every single spot. You don't want to just go like three for four unless they're really good. So well, if we get if you get three, that that that's your three. One close. No, one, no, no. I mean, I mean, powers wise, like you don't want to do. Movement, oh, and damage, oh, oh, oh. and leave out a defense. Like you want to get all four slots covered for those powers. And yeah, hundred percent. And there's yeah, not a lot that have that on their opening clicks because most people have right. some white power that takes up one of those slots for something funky. And I think that's where we look at the smaller, like kind of lesser known figures that do have like like one thing that pops to the top of my head. Like you go to zero zero one Wolverine who has charge blades, toughness, and uh, close combat expert, right? So, like, right there, we look at these type of figures that we normally wouldn't look at, but because they, for their lower, or because they're lower rarity, they do have just powers on their dial. So, you kind of want to look at figures like that. Um, I was going to say, though, like, just the conversation of it. So, we can put, what, three on our sideline if we have 100 points? Is that right? Yes. Mm -hmm. You start with one, and then you swap to one when you get your stop click and then you swap to the third one when you get your last stop click okay so where do we think we'll do this down the line what three powers on each slot do we do we like have to have like if you had to pick all the powers all the movement powers what three do you pick all the attack powers what three do you pick just for the conversation like where we go before we say that (laughs) and matt you can determine this as well i guess you wouldn't have to can you can you only have three characters on your sideline or could you have more and then pick depending on who you're playing against you have more just give a memory token to a character on your sideline it doesn't say one of three or doesn't number 
so there's nothing stopping you from so like i could just like, have a figure on my sideline even though it does nothing well yeah but you you can only have a it does something nine, nine know, characters no but i'm saying like let's say i'm playing i'm not playing mimic and i'm playing some something that has nothing to do with my sideline i could just have a figure on my sideline even though it has no relevance to the game I, I think you have to have a power that allows you to have a sideline. That's what so, I'm so saying. Right, and, and I get that, and I maybe, Matt, you can step in on this. I don't think there's a rule that says otherwise. Um, okay, well, they're used... See, I, I'll be honest, I haven't read the updated right. um, books because I didn't want to get the Wonder Woman starter. Um, so I'm waiting for the next one. Um, but there used to be a rule that you can't have something on your sideline if there wasn't a reason for it. Okay. That possibly pretty, could have I'm changed. Pretty, I'm pretty sure from what I read, I'm pretty sure that still exists. Hold on a second. Yeah, because like, could I just play a, I, I'm just making this up, a 300-point Fulcrum of Dominus, but then just have nine characters on my sideline just because I have that option? Or do I have to have a character on my team that says something about sideline active or something yeah 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 sideline okay so there's the sideline is during force construction some effects allow you to build a sideline your sideline contains game game elements that come onto the map later in the game or have special effects while in your sideline so a game element added to your sideline specific effect can't be used for any other effect yeah so you you have to have something that actually says why they're on your sideline. You can't just throw something on there and be like, that's my sideline. Okay. So you- well, in, in this in this situation, it sounds like you could do what Adam's talking about, where Mimic just says, so you can have whatever, as many as you want on your sideline, because Mimic allows you to just pick one of any of them. Well, that you can't right? have, you can only have nine, because in 300 Modern, it's three per 100 points, so the max you could have for Mimic is nine anyway. But I could, well, have, there you go. I could have nine people on my sideline, and then look at my opponent and be like, okay, now I can choose from these nine, just not these three, is what I'm saying. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's nothing ever... No, no one ever said anything about three. Okay. There's no number or limit for... It's just them. that's how many times he can move that mimicry token. That's that's yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So that's where you got the three. Yeah, once when, he, once when he starts, when he hits the first stop click, and then again when he hits the second stop click, so it'll be a total of three times. Yeah. Which, which is... Pretty cool, right? Like if you you could put nine figures on your sideline and just pick where you need them. But then again, like you wouldn't have to do that, right? Like no. there's there's enough figures where you can get most of the powers you need, even amongst the three or whatever number we want to pick. Yeah. Another one I just stumbled upon was if you were lucky enough to pull the Ultra Chase Deadpool, he's not a bad one because he is running shot, energy explosion, senses, and prob. So that's yeah. not one a bad one. Because I think energy explosion needs to make a big comeback in the game because I just look at Blackheart. Blackheart. Sorry, sorry. I'm looking at your and Tyler Speed's last matchup. If either team gets energy exploded, the game's over. I mean, it's kind of like what we target first. Yeah, <laughs> like, we got to get rid of that first. Yeah. <laughs> and both of us were like super high themed. So, as long as we win map, we most likely get the alpha to destroy what hurts us most. Yeah. Well, I'm just curious if, the, if that's the case of, like, say you, you're you facing an equally high, uh, like, uh, theme team as well, and then you end up losing. Is uh, I'm assuming that's just a detriment to you there. It's just your, that's just your bad matchup, and you're like, well, I'm kind of screwed now. Uh, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to speak for Tyler, but my team also has a chance to put down 
like 10 squares of barrier. Yes. Because you have Molecule Man and you had somebody else that had barrier. I just can't think who it was. No, it was Molecule Man. But, but he has a smoke and barrier, so he can put down six squares of smoke, possibly oh, so turned into barrier. That's okay. I was always confused on how Molecule Man can do 10 squares of barrier. But yeah, Smoke Cloud changes those six into barrier, and then he puts up his own barrier. Gotcha. Well, then, real thing, real quick, like one thing to take into consideration when you're actually playing competitively, like, there's a reason why you test your, your teams. And the reason why, like, you, you, you're playing competitively is you take an account for a lot of those things. So, yeah, like, you could, one of your weaknesses could be energy explosion, but, like, because you're playing competitive, you already kind of know how to play around that or whatever, how to counter. Well, it, it, it goes more towards, like, threat assessment. Like, right. every right. time you sit down, like, what are you sitting against and what's your biggest threat? Like, you have to focus on taking out the thing that's going to hurt you the most first so that they can't hurt you with it. Yeah. Yes. Um, here's another one. The Danger Room Magneto. Running shot, Psychic Blast, Toughness, which you already would have, but then RCE on top of that. That would be another good one. Who? The Danger Room Magneto. He's got oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so what were the keywords again? I don't have any pulled up right so this second. Look at X Men or Brotherhood. X Men or Brotherhood. Or Brotherhood. Got that. Um, Jason hmm. Wingard. Nah, you really don't want no. Smoke Cloud because it's kind of useless. <laughs> um, Sarah. I would charge blades invuln with. No, nah, I think. No, nah, I think. <laughs> nah, I think the new Sabretooth is probably better. Yeah. But again, like, what powers are we looking at, though? Like, what what do we want to see? I mean, it also kind of depends. Like, if you were going to do 45 points, you could do the Construct Sabretooth, because he's 45 points exactly, and you'd get charged. Yeah, but you won't. Oh, yeah, you'll get charged. You just won't get Flurry. Yes. You would get the Charge Blade. isn't it Charge Blade Senses? Battle Fury? And Battle Fury, which wouldn't be bad either. So that gets through shape changes. So there are plenty of figures out there. I mean, oh, yeah. there's probably, I oh. want to say... 10 reasonable figures. Now, if there was something really good where you only wanted two powers, but I don't think that's the way you're going with this guy. But I think there's at least 10 good figures that you can take from. You could be close combat. Nothing supporty. Um, like You, you don't know, think there's nothing supporty? Well, I mean, like, you don't want... Like, I was looking at... Uh, where was she? Moira McTaggart, the one that doesn't die from House of X. I mean, she has stealth support and i forgot what else like you're not going with something like that for him i mean you can have it right like you can have it yeah it doesn't Um, hurt to have a support if you have a space for it he's he's hard he's hard to heal himself because nobody starts with regen nobody starts with steel energy like if you could somehow do that actually Hang on, does that? Yeah. I was going to say, does that multiple man start with steel energy? He does at 10 points, but are you wasting? But are you, I mean, you're not getting any movement power, but you are getting CCE with that. So that's... No, but he can can use his rally to copy that. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And then on top of that, like we said, like, it depends on what else is on your sideline. If you have the spots for it, put them there. If you don't, then... Then you start narrowing down what powers you need and what's your actually what your actual team. Excuse me, got the hiccups. What the actual team is and etc. Yeah. So we've talked about the sidelines. So just the list I have is the Archangel, the LE from Regenesis, Hope Summers, Emma Frost, Super Rare from the new set, Emma Frost Deep Cuts, Apocalypse, Deadpool, Ultra Chase, 
uh, Construct Magneto, Construct Sabretooth. I'm sure there's a couple other ones. But now let's talk about... Oh, wait. Did you want to go support? Oh, sure. What do you think? Uh, I mean, a big, easy one is Mother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I, I looked at Mother. Uh, I just don't know if you're spending 100 points on a TK. That was my no, at, at low. At low. Oh, yeah, at low it wouldn't be bad. TK, side I mean, willpower, perplex. That's not bad at all. Yeah. And that's uh, my thing. Like, I, I, We should have started with team building first because if we're running Mimic at, at 45, it would be awesome to have so many, like, whether it be a charge, whether it be TK, you know, whatever. Like, he can be that 45 points that it just is completely just like a um, uh, Swiss Army knife. Like, you just put on your sideline what you need and get what you need from there and, you know. But and we'll, also we'll with Swap Tech, it's like, oh, do I want him? Maybe I don't want him, so I'll just swap him out for something else. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I guess we should uh, ask the pro. That could be a do say we have on here. <laughs> Would you rather have one Mimic at 100 or two at 45? Oh, man. And have 10 points left over. It really counts on how... It's so hard. It counts on what the rest of the team is, but... Most of the time, with something you like want, him, like two at forty-five more. is just better. Okay. Yeah. So that the reason why I ask is because that's what I want to build with then. So let's do. Oh, uh, okay. At forty-five, because I don't want to make two teams but, because we have a lot more to talk about. So I just wanted to stick with the whole team. Like if you, if you had to play for I don't know, the ultimate prize in HeroClix. I don't know what that is. And you had to have Mimic on your team. Are you going into that with one Mimic at 100 or two at 45? I'm going two at 45. So that's, because... that's going to be our base then. Yeah, because if I can get, like, I mean, obviously it all depends on the rest of the team and everything. But if I get two of these guys on an indoor map with Charge or Flurry... If I give him, let's say I give him with flurry or charge, and I can have someone else on my team with one of those powers, and I can come at you with four attacks to your one, I'm gonna kill your mimic. Yeah, your hundred point mimic. Competitively, that's always about that. That's the cheap what you can get for the cheapest availability. Like, and like like you're saying there, like for for what what is it ninety points there? Yep. You're you're doing what yeah. you just said. So yeah. yeah. So I mean, the stats on the big boy are nice, but two lower is, not, I mean, in my to me, I guess, is just better. Yeah. From a tentpole player, real quick, from a tentpole player, like, that's, I know how it is. Like, <laughs> anytime a squad comes at you, it's just, it's over. <laughs> so that's why tentpoles aren't competitive right now. You're Sorry, like, Adam, miss, 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 yep. miss. Well, <laughs> literally all the time. And not only that, but you're getting two leaderships instead of one. So that's the potential of going, you know, keep taking tokens off of people. And like you said, it's better. Off to himself. Have, it's better to have an armada of people than one big flagship that people just target the whole day. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's start off with the two mimics. Um, are you going themed? Are you going brotherhood? Probably not going defenders. Probably not going exiles. Maybe going X Men. Uh, I mean, you can go either. Yeah, I mean, Brotherhood's Brotherhood's got a lot more you, lot more going on now. So why don't we? Stick no, X Men has more going on. I mean that too. I just thought Brotherhood was actually viable now. Well, they both are. Brotherhood. I mean, Brotherhood has been viable almost. 
I but like now because of Professor uh, Magneto, you can do like Hellfire and Acolytes and Brotherhood. So that's yeah. what I was gonna go with is you can do either Brotherhood or X Men, and then you both have swap mechanics with Professor X and with Magneto. X Men will get you higher theme. Yeah, that's true. X Men will also get you Prime Gladiator. Just putting it out there. <laughs> And Prime Mimic. Prime Mimic, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Mimic with Prime Mimic. There we go. You're going to burn another 100 points on Gladiator when you're already. I mean, if you're asking Adam, yeah, he will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. If you're asking me, yes. If you're asking me, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if that's good enough for that, for no. one figure. No, he, no. He, he, knows, he needs more support unless you put supporting figures on the Mimics. But uh, I, th- I think you do go X-Men. You just have more versatile stuff. I mean, the, the biggest reason is Dark Phoenix. <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, not even, not even just that. Real quick, I want to touch on this, is that one thing in the game is that, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like this is the most we've ever had of like just so much X-Men that is this playable um, and has this much synchronicity all at once. Like everything that we've been talking about is modern and now with especially with this set, there's so much X Men we can you can use X Men, Brotherhood, everything, and so like right now there's much more X Men um, because until this set, there wasn't really that much Brotherhood synchronicity. So no. um, yeah, so X Men. Yeah, before you just like X Men Xavier School, and that I mean that had its place, but there, before that there wasn't like it wasn't even a dedicated X Men set. It was the ID <sighs> cards from that set that's what did it. What well, even then? What I'm talking about is like having more than one X Men set yes. at, at Itama. Yes, yeah, it makes it so you can like play, like yeah. No, I completely agree. But there was definitely more than just ID cards. Oh, there was. I'm just saying. Oh, that, yeah. was big, that was a big thing for five points back then. But yeah, right now you have Dark Phoenix Saga, you have House of X, you have Regenesis, you have the Deep Cuts, and you have Rise and Fall. And you're about to get Empire, which will have a few X Men in it. So there's going to be like six, seven sets of X-Men that people are going to be able to do combined with uh, team making here. Um, but back to the team build. So we have double mimic. I think for sure you're putting a Professor X on that team just for the swap mechanic. Now, one thing you do have to realize. Now, here's the tricky part. If you do that, four of your spots are already going to be taken because of the two mimics. Because you're going to want to have two people per mimic. Now, one thing you also have... Well, they can share They can share game elements. Can you yeah. share game elements, though? Okay, I didn't Yeah. Know. Yeah, they can share sidelines. So you can have, like, three between the two, both of them. Because I remember four, at some four. point with, like, shifting focus, you had to have, like, three of each thing because you couldn't swap in the same one for some... It was some weird mechanic where you had to have, like, multiples of shifting focus. That's a, that's a specific thing for shifting focus. That's not... Yeah. Um, that's because of how shifting focus works mechanically. Yeah, it was it was odd. Um, but now, something you also have to remember as well with this Professor X, if you swap somebody out from the game onto your sideline, Mimic could then use that as his secondary mimicry token. So that's something to also think about too. So like if you have a Professor X and you swap him out for himself, you got stealth, reflexes, and outwit if you really wanted it. So... Hold on, I got, I, I got to interrupt you because I'm look I'm reading power mimicry, and I I feel like I'm just completely wrong. So I'm gonna read it real quick. <laughs> um, at the beginning of the game, give a mimicry token to a character on your sideline with a point cost less than or equal to mimic and X Men or Brotherhood of Mutants keyword. 
Mimic can use the displayed standard powers on the starting click of the character with his mimicry token. Never mind. Figured it out. We're good. <laughs> I was like, oh. After the time, I just missed, read the card. <laughs> yeah, I missed a his keyword. And I was like, oh, Mimic can use displayed powers that has a mimicry token. Cool. So we can, you know, you can kind of like, you like put multiple and use multiple off just the one token, but it doesn't work that way because of his. So it's specific to that one character. So sorry, carry on. <laughs> Now, now, because we're using Mimic at 45, our choices for his Mimicry token are a little bit less. But I think you're going with Danger Room Magneto. You're going with Danger Room... Um, is Magneto, Magneto 50? No, he's 40. Or 40 is he? 45. He is 45? I thought Danger Room Magneto Danger Room Magneto is 50. Oh, oh he's yeah. 50. Oh, darn it. Okay, I thought he was 45. <laughs> Um, but okay, not crazy. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. glad. But, uh, but Sabretooth is 45, so you could definitely use him. Uh, I like Captain Britain better, actually. The oh, super okay. rare. That is a good one, actually. Like yeah, that was one I was looking at earlier. Get out with. Uh, let me pull up Captain Britain. Where are you, girl? She's 30, but you get out with, so. There, so you get charge, blades, toughness, which you already have, and outwit. That's a great one, absolutely. Um, you, no, oh. you don't want to do Richter. You get nothing. Hope there. Summers is still strong because you get, you still get the perplex, and you get charge, yeah. precision strike, and senses. No, I, I love that Hope Summers for the points that she can do for that. Um, Beast, I don't think gave you enough because he gets all of his stuff through white powers. From, yeah. from Regenesis. Um, you could throw Mother on there if you need some support. Yeah, you don't. You said you you have Hope Summers, right? Hope Summers for sure, absolutely. Because she's, yeah. she's charged, precision strikes, senses, and perplexed. She's like a must on that team. Yes. <laughs> um, trying to think of who else is lower than that. <laughs> um, Forge doesn't give you anything. Havoc gets you nothing. Sage. Sidestep TK willpower, maybe. Well, we we said I think mother. I think mother's the best support. <clears throat> yep, mother for sure. Um, if you want some enhancement, you could go the House of X zero one Rachel Gray, but I probably not go in that direction. So the only there's not a lot. There's like the problem is there's not a lot of range pieces for cheap that are less than forty five po- that are forty five points or less. Otherwise, I would go with. Banshee, he's forty five points. Yeah, that's not well, that. Are, yeah, it's 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 slim pick. Um, the new that's Kitty Pride's not bad at thirty five. The Danger Room cuts Kitty Pride. Oh, yeah. Phasing, precision, senses, shape change. Yep, that one's not bad either. Uh, a Warpath is too much. Darwin is hot garbage. Wait, which one? Which one is that? Is that? I'm looking at the fast forces to see if there's anything else in there. No, which one was Matt talk? Which one, Matt, were you talking about? The uh, Kitty probably gives senses and shape change with precision. Oh yeah, I just he, have you. Well, I, I guess he, I guess he could copy a, a like uh, a speed power. I'm just like I was trying to give him stuff that he could actually just attack with. Oh yeah, what, that's what I'm saying. What if you want to go defense? Like, what if it's an alpha and they're gonna like rush you? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like you know that they're coming in your face before you can alpha them. Uh, so so what, is, what is it the powers we have so far? Like what figures with the powers they offer? Well, we got charge, precision, super senses, and perplex from hope. You've got running shot, 
ESD and Psychic Blast from Banshee. I think for sure you're doing Wolverine from Rise and Fall, which gives you Charge, Blades, Toughness, and Exploit for 45 points. You got Mother, which is Sidestep, TK, Willpower, and Perplex. Um, I forgot whoever Matt just mentioned. Kitty Pride. And for the record, we're we're still haven't even built a team yet. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want to move to that part first, but yeah. Well, I think it's important to figure out what you want for your sideline first. But I like the mm. Banshee. That's a good call by Dan because he is a range piece, so that gives you Psychic Blast and Running Shot. And then you have Construct Sabretooth on there just in case someone has um, Shape Change. You put the Wolverine on there in case someone has Reducers. Um, you put the Dark Britain on there for the Outwit with Charge, which is nice. Nope, Glob Herman does garbage. There's the Cyclops, the 40-point uh, Cyclops with the Legacy card. Oh, yeah, Running Shot, Precision oh, Strike. Yeah. I think Willpower, right? Running Shot, Precision Strike, Willpower, so they get, like, two chances to take tokens off themselves. Yep, that's a good one. Are there any... I'm just kind of looking, like, if that's Storm Prime or Iceman, if they have anything, but it's a lot of white powers for them. Yeah, I was looking for specifically just all standard powers, basically, was what I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah, not much else there. Morph, but with Morph, you get Perplex from um, Hope Summers anyway. So I think that's our good base. Um, so right now we got the two Mimics. We got the Professor X for the 45, for the 25 swapping ability. What else are you trying to fit on this team, Matt? You want some TK, um... assuming. Point-wise, it's two mimics, and, and you said you want to go Brotherhood. No X-Men. Oh, you want to go X-Men? Yeah, I think there's just more options out there in X-Men. I hear you. I hear. You. I, let me let me say out now though. I am not a team builder. Yes, um, you are a pilot. for 300 modern. You are a pilot. I am a team a builder pilot. for anything over 300 modern. <laughs> yes, you are a pilot, um, not an architect. So you, you have to have Dr. Warren McTaggart at 25, and you have to have um, Professor she... to give Mimic the Rally Day. I get that, but is it going to be... It's cool, but what else are you going to put on there that's really going to be useful to him because he already has so much already from his mimicry? I'm not saying it's not bad. I just, I'm trying to think of what else you're going to put on the team that's going to make him over the hill. What do you mean? Like, what else? Like, Let's keep building. Name me any one of those sideline figures, and I'll tell you another power to add with it. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. And it's, it's, it's any standard power. But he only gets it for that turn. Not saying that's not bad or anything. I mean, that could be the turn that I'm going to come in, charge Flurry, Blades, exploit you. That's true. If you could, if you could find someone that has flurry, then it has to be standard displayed. Okay, I was hoping it yeah. to be displayed because, like you know, you take flurry from somebody, but I don't think that's a thing. Well, somebody. you could have someone on your sideline that has flurry, um, and then give him charge. Like if you want to go like just straight close combat. Who starts with flurry with X Men? Oh man, I don't know offhand. <laughs> that's where I was. That was that's what I was getting at. 
Oh. I don't think there is anybody that starts with flurry. Because that's having to start flurry, that's rough. Like, you don't see many people that just have start flurry. Um, okay, well, uh, let's say you want to give a precision strike. You're going to get some with senses. Then you got Hope Summers already. How do you say? I, I totally okay, can jump in here, but prob. I love these two going back let's and forth. Say want, let's say you want to prob okay. for an outwit. All right, all right. You're going down board. You don't eat, you're out of theme teams, or you want to use a theme prob. I'm just trying to And you make got someone without wit. I get how good she oh, is. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I just, like, her... Let's say you just want to run up and you're afraid of the retail, so you want to, like, I want to give my guy senses. I want to give him senses so it makes it harder for someone to hit him. All right. I got gotcha. you. All right. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right. Um, so how many... And for some I, reason... I should I, say how many Dark Phoenixes are you putting on this. We should just get that out of the way. Are you putting one or two? Well, I don't... I thought I had a Professor X, but I don't have a Professor X. How many points is Professor X? 25? 25. Okay, so you're adding at least a Professor X minimum. If you don't hear um, Dan in the background, he had the dip, so that's why it's just the three of us now. And then there were three. And then there were three. Uh, I mean, if you're going for swap, um, you're going to start with the Cape Ride. Okay. Just for that perplex bystander just yeah you just get a free bystander um and then you can't do cable with two cables because that's 100 points you'd be over no you're at 200 points right now 45 plus 45 is 90 plus 25 and 25 is 50 50 90 is 140 no 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 it's only 20 Oh, never mind. So you were correct. If you do cable with the hologram, you're exactly at 300. And you're a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Wait, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Seven. You're a plus 8. Plus 8 theme team with a swap. Mm-hmm. Uh, where is that cable? I can't find him. He's House of X, right? Um. Yeah. No, uh, uh, animated series. Animated series. There he is. And then you put the 25 points. So the holograms count as part of your initiative. Correct. Okay. Okay, so then what's going to be on your sideline? Um, so you have... Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. <laughs> uh, Chase Apocalypse. Okay. Um, those are like the main two. I mean, you could throw a maggot. Maggot's good. Why? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not saying why chase apocalypse, but why chase apocalypse? Oh, um, uh, here's my two mimics that you're going to have to play against. Uh, you have to double tap them twice. Oh my gosh. Hey, for 45 points, double tap them again. Oh, for the Krakow and Revival. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, I, I was real high <laughs> on Krakow and Revival, but then one playing it, like, it, those bystanders are really good when they come into the game. They are brutal, man. Like, 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 they're brutal. And I didn't realize that you can just keep getting the same one over and over. Like, you could have oh, yeah. six skinless men on the board. I, just, I thought it was one per, you know, like, you can only have one skinless man on the board. But, yeah, yeah, but really, the thing is, if you can just keep reviving and, like, 
keep attacking and you kill them, it doesn't matter how many pogs they have, they all die. What do you mean they all die? If your team has a has no pointed characters on the force, all zero point figures, they, oh, in you that win. Way, in that way, yeah. And then I don't have a Krakoan revival card in front of me, but how does that work? Like every time, so you kill a figure, you get <clears> the <throat> points, and then you get ten additional points if they Krakoan revival them. Yeah. yeah, it can get scary, but that's why I said if I'm only reviving a forty-five point figure. Yeah. So it would be. I'm gonna. Get, I'm gonna. You're gonna give them fifty-five points to potentially knock out whatever amount of like. Because again, how many attacks can you do? How many like what 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 do you have ability? Like what do you have access to? So yeah, and then it's, access to it's ten points every other time you crack holding revival, right? So then it's twenty, then it's thirty, then it's forty, and then so forth. Yeah, I wish they didn't do that. I wish they got an yeah. errata that it was only ten points per. I think that's what makes it balance because then you can't yeah I mean, yeah i think yeah. like i i kind of disagree only because i mean you're also giving giving up your full points plus 10 extra points and they're getting a pog so that's where i'm like yeah. eh, i don't and, know if you got to keep doing 2030 and most of the time they're getting an autonomous skinless man that flurry blades you <laughs> yeah well it depends on where they're at if they're right next to you or if they're not next to you yeah or the fact that's an option is I think my son stole my Professor X. Oh. Are you not? And he broke my Magneto today. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) Well, just go buy a booster and you can pull both of them. (laughs) I'm waiting for us to have the uh, the father the father uh, episode. (laughs) (laughs) The which one? Alright, so just to recap, we have Double Menic, <laughs> Professor X, Moira Mataggar, Kate Pride, Cable, with the two futuristic holograms, and then Sideline, you're having probably... I'm, my my assumption is Hope Summers at least on one Mimic, and then either a Banshee or a Sabretooth or a Wolverine on the other one, unless you want more supporting powers with Mother. But then you're having a Maggot, you're having a Chase Apocalypse. You're having a Dark Phoenix. Anything else? Um, do we have space for anything else? Where are we at? Well, on I'm sideline. S- I'll say that we have seven. So we'll have a Kate Pride, a Banshee. Actually, you'll probably want four. You'll want Kate Pride. I'm not Kate Pride. Hope Summers. You'll want Banshee. You'll want Mother. You'll want Sabretooth and Wolverine, so that's five. So that gives you four more spots, which would be a Dark Phoenix, an Apocalypse, a Maggot, and then you have figure or one more figure that you could put on there. So what would be your and other call-in, if you will? And this is for swapping, right? Yes. Oh, that's rough. I mean, it could be Bishop. It could be another Chase Apocalypse. It could be... I mean, might as well just go... I'd rather have two Chase Apocalypse. Oh, no, it has to be 45. Never mind. I didn't over Banshee. Never mind. I forgot. I had one full. Um, I mean, could you just go like a Prime Mimic swap out? Um, if you don't have your Yeah, slot, if you don't have a Prime you, you slot. Have, yeah, yeah you if you don't have your Prime slot, you might as well just do that. Yeah, we don't have a Prime slot yet. Oh, speaking of Prime slots that are less than 45, I well, not even. Know. We're not even talking about less than 45. We're talking about for Professor X's swap out. No. 
Right. I, it just popped in my head. I was wanting to look at the Storm Prime. I forget what she does. Everything. She mind controls. She force blasts. She does a little bunch of stuff. She retells. She retells. But you already have but, retail with Dark Phoenix with Mimic Prime. Right, with right. Mimic Prime, like you're bringing a notebook to keep track of powers because of how much stuff is going on in your team right now. Or a, uh, uh, I have like a template of a, like a board that has like little pet, um, little square, yeah. magnetic colored pieces. Those work. Yeah. I like those. And you know, and you could just swap out Kate Pride for Mimic Prime, like one for one, easy. If you really yeah. want to. Do you do Mimic Prime or do you do Bishop Prime? I think this is a more in your face team. And I think most it of depends. the time you'll win map. Like Bishop Prime is good, but there's a lot of alpha right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, 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 a good point. that's why Mimic Prime I think is falling off. Not that he's not good, but there's Sky Tyrant <gasps> Sky Tyrant exists. Like He's in your square turn two, no matter what you do half the time. Well, that's right. I like Mimic Prime over Bishop. I do too. I don't. I'm telling you, Mimic Prime. <laughs> if if Easton would have won map against Dan, I think it would have been a, like Mimic Prime would have been a hot commodity right now. If one of the I didn't think team, he had or Mimic one, like, Prime. Yeah. Did he have Mimic Prime? Okay. Yeah. But again, he didn't play Bishop, and he got Batman. So it's, you know, it's kind of like, ooh, I don't know, I don't know. I right, don't and that's know. the thing. Like, if you, it, everybody's running alpha, but what if you, the one time you get the people that go, okay, because everybody's running alpha, I'm doing this, you know, and like, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's really up to player's choice at this point. It, it's a Bishop Prime where you can utilize Moira Metagart. You can, um, you, you get to... Um, and all the power copying and everything. Uh, sorry, hold on one second. My internet is being weird. No, Mimic Prime was on his sideline. That's why I didn't think he played him. Yeah, he swapped into him. Yep. Um, I love the fact that he had Egg too on his sideline. That just makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, so again, it's all just a player choice. I don't know how much I, I came through or not there, but... Um, it, it really like managing, like you're saying, like the Bishop Prime. Like you don't have it, it sucks. You do have it. It's like sometimes you're not using it. Um, I think because we have two mimics that are pretty much capitalizing on what we're doing, I put my vote towards the Bishop Prime. But then again, I understand the mimic being able to capitalize on all the power swapping and copying, etc. So well, and here's my thought. And you can agree with it or not, but so you swap out Kate Pride for Mimic, you swap out Cable for Apocalypse. Now Mimic Prime now has Running Shot, Impervious, and Outwit. So Mimic Prime, Prime Mimic now has Charge, Flurry, Plasticity, Running Shot, Psychic Blast, Senses with Impervious, with Exploit Weakness, and Outwit for sixty. And again, like I said. Where short, if you're capitalizing on that, you have the ability to do that, then there you go. And so. then plus you have a Moira on the team to just give him whatever power else from there. Yeah, and he gets it the entire game. So. And you can just revive Mimic Prime with Apocalypse. <clears throat> yeah, to you yeah, more of an alpha and to you I think I think for me what sells it is the fact we have Moira Tagger, right? I think I think because of her 
we go mimic, mimic prime. Yeah. I think only because of that. And just like I said, this is an in-your-face team. This isn't an alpha right. strike, but this is I will get in your face and everybody on my team can attack you. And I feel like... I mean, whoa, whoa. I don't think it's... It, it, it does not have to be an in-your-face, and it definitely could still be an alpha. You think so? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't you, give, you, give one of the, you give one of the mimics, um, mother, sidestep, TK, yeah. perplex. You can give the prime mimic... Uh, a running shot, um, like a running shot, or uh, or si- or no, it's attack or damage. It would be okay. Running shot and perplex. Um, you can literally TK him if you're on a four by four. It even helps better, but a two by two. So you're saying TK one, two, three, four, five, six. You can literally sidestep up two. Uh, if you wanted, you could sidestep the other mimic, but that's too much. And then he can literally go one, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Set with no perplex, and an, and he can reach backboard one turn by himself. Nice. With well, with a TK, but with with no perplex. Yeah, I guess. So running shot, IQ blast. I guess I, three damage. <laughs> I never think alpha because I am not an alpha strike player. So I just don't, <laughs> I, I don't see the alpha strike in there. I'm more of a, you know, I'll just maneuver until I find an opening spot. But, but one thing about this team is like, you have to understand that you're building it for that, that variety, right? Being able to alpha, being able to sit back, being it, you know, you're, you're, you have that access, you have access to those, to the, to that gameplay. Yeah. I think that's what makes Mimic so great. Mimic and Mimic Prime so great. But no, I like this team. Double Mimic, Professor X, Moira, Kate Pride, Cable with the Futuristic Hologram, and all the sideline that we said. I don't remember all of them, so rewind the show (laughs) back if you want to listen to that again. Oh, yeah, I forgot the Cables as a free TK. They can literally just TK up for free. You don't even need... Oh, yeah. So there's your double TK if you really need it. How did you guys figure that one and I didn't? <laughs> and, he, yeah. and the cables aren't nothing for an 11 attack, 3 damage, 7 range, invuln with sidestep, phasing. I mean, you get a lot for 0 points. <laughs> well, you're going to get aren't they? They're zero, 0 points, but you can revive points. them and you give up 0 points. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Well, you give up 10 points and then possibly 20 and 30, but... Well, are they technically standard characters? I don't think you can revive them. Uh, yeah. yeah. What makes them not a standard character? Yeah, are standard they... Characters. Oh, okay. I thought they were just generated type of bystander thing. No, bystanders um, don't have any clicks. Yeah, bystander is just like one click figure. Well, yeah, no, I, I understand what a bystander is. I, I guess I just didn't read it all the way where it's like generate this figure number as a thing. So that's my bad. No, oh, good. I was hoping you could um, crack one revival the new Madrox, but he is not a standard character. Wait, can you still... No, can you revive Madrox? Revive the 10-point multiple man? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, there's nothing that stops him from being revived. It's just you can't revive giants or colossals. Correct. That's what it was, okay. I didn't know if it had anything to do with standard character or not. But does, doesn't the 10-point multiple man specifically say he's not a standard character? I don't think that matters with um, Revival. No, I think I, 
It Multiman, does. oh no, 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 it does. It says Multiman isn't a standard character. That's probably why. It's the 40, gr- gr- yeah. the 40 point and the 10 point aren't considered standard. Yeah, so you can't just keep reviving them. Because, yeah, yeah. you can just make an amount of uh, Hadroxes. Yeah, and the, and, the, and, and the thing is, is like, realistically, the Crow Revival does stay, it does say standard characters. Yeah. Yeah, oh, because it would be, oh, so like, you kill them, you bring them back, he took a maximum of two damage, then you generate another no. one. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they just, oh. they just never die. But you could just like fill the board. Yes. <laughs> just it's, keep generating more. It's it was part of my strategy to do with Mimic Prime, Moira, and Commissioner to give Mimic Prime Mastermind and just keep masterminding to the multiple man and just never die. And just keep making more multiple man. But then you just go after multiple man. Yeah. Well, oh, why can't you mastermind to him? You can, but you can't correct yeah. revival him. Is what I was thinking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll just, that way, Mimic would just have an endless amount of Mastermind fodder and he would just never die. I mean, you can play like, I don't know, six or seven of these 10 pointers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but because you got Mother on the sideline, you can copy the support. There you go. Heal him up. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. <laughs> but all right, that is our make it meta. Hopefully, you learned something. And hey, Matt, you build a team. Congratulations. Hey, now now you, you have to play this team in an event and see how it does. That's your next step. And by event, we mean like super local casual. <laughs> like, you know. The next time you no, go dude, against... That seems like a fun team. The next time you, go, you go against go. Alex, this is the team I want you to play against. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, all right. Um, I was going to do our question of the day, and it was just basically who's going to Gen Con, but I don't want to mention their names and then everyone race to their phone and message them. Hey, heard you going to Gen Con. (laughs) So if you are going to Gen Con, Con, congratulations. Hope you get the figures. Hope you're not too bombarded with people. Buy it, but um, pick me up one if you can. Um, (laughs) Or call me. (laughs) call me. Message message me on Facebook. We'll work something out. I I do want to try to get some of them to put in the Patreon. Just because um, I know they're going to be sought after figures, but we'll see what happens. But I'm going to play a real quick clip here, and we're going to get into our spoilers. So if you have not seen the current What Ifs from Disney+, Plus, please turn off the podcast, and but bring yourself back afterwards, and we'd love to hear have you hear our review. But here's a quick clip to bring us into the next segment. You ever seen that really old movie? Uh, Empire Strikes Back? Jesus, Tony, how old is this guy? I don't know. I didn't carbon date him. He's on the young side. All right. So we're going to talk about episodes, I believe, four and five, or is it three and four? Um, That's a very good question. I believe it's four and five. We have one episode (laughs) left, I think, this week. Okay. Uh, So the first one we're going to talk about is what if Dr. Strange lost his heart, not his hand? So if you don't know what the story was... It was basically the same opening from Doctor Strange where he's driving with his girlfriend or wife. I can't, I can't remember what it was, but they get into a car accident. But his wife or girlfriend dies, and he is basically fine after the car crash. And then he still goes to the training because... I'm not sure why he still goes to the training. Is it because he's trying to bring her back from the dead? Is that his reasoning to go back 
and find this mystical power. Yeah. Was that it? Okay. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so realistically, like in the movie, he crashes by himself. He loses his hand. Like his hands, he can't use his hands. He's a doctor. He goes crazy. Like he goes to find a way to to fix that wrong. Tries to find a way to like like put uh, make worth of his life. In this, in the what if, it's the same thing. It's instead his girlfriend's with him in the car, like you're saying. And then, so it's the same thing. He's just trying to find worth to his life, trying to bring her back, trying to reverse the thing. And then, and, and they do a good job in the show. The only thing that's different, they say, you can't do that. You can't bring her back. We'll, we'll work. We'll teach you something else. And so, so yeah. he, he still de- defeats Dormammu and all that kind of stuff. But then after he's become Sorcerer Supreme, he tries to bring back his girlfriend. I forgot what his girlfriend's name is, but every time he does, she keeps dying. So no matter what he does, you know, instead of going left, he goes right in the car and they get into a crash. Instead of going to the party, they stay home and she chokes on a piece of pizza, I think it was, or something like that. Or yeah. instead of going, um, walking down this street, they walk down an alley and they get mugged and they die. So no matter what reality he goes back to, she always keeps dying. So then, And what did they call that? It was an infinite... Inf- oh. It was like a pivotal Inf- point or something. Pivotal Infinite point? point or something like that. It was something like that. Um, yeah, it was I'll re- look it up. Really good episode, but a very dark episode. But uh, eventually he decides to go and find this lost art magic, and I forget what country it was. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. Um, so after like the 100th time that he tries to bring her back, Ancient One comes back to the crash site because you know he's been meddling with time and she just goes you have she has to die or else you don't become the sorcerer supreme and the world. she she is an absolute point absolute that is what it's called yeah. um but ancient one base says she has to die or else you don't become sorcerer supreme and you don't defeat dormammu and he's like well i can't accept that so they're about to have a well, big battle real quick up I want, to, I want a correction because the absolute points I, I think are going to be a very pivotal point in the future. And, and what the source Supreme is telling him is like, this is an absolute point. If you break that, you break, you create multiple universes. Like you break the timeline type of thing is what they're saying. So yeah. it's not even like, it's going to have to do with yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Right. Um, but they're about so, to have this yeah. big, they're about to have this big battle. And then all of a sudden ancient one hits him with something. And then he wakes up, in like this jungle where he is at this ancient library where it's supposed to teach him the magic to bring back his girlfriend. I can't remember the name of the guy that he meets, but he goes in there. He starts reading about all these powers that he has to absorb. It's not ancient ones. What, who is it that he has to absorb? Just like mystical things. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like deities, something like that. So he starts off. Right. Yeah. Deities. Like well, like, it was like a, it's like a garden gnome that's evil. Like it's the first thing. So yeah, he, he starts with Suma Gorath. He starts with Suma Gorath. Gets his butt kicked. It's like okay, let's go a little bit smaller. So he gets he summons this like garden gnome that's evil, and like face sucks this thing into his body, and it's pretty cool. And then he gets a little bit bigger. He, then he goes like a big bug, and then he goes to like it's just it's kind of weird. All these different things that he starts you know sucking in. And it's starting to change him, starting to turn him a little bit darker. And then by the end, he goes after Sumagorath and somehow beats them. But he's got all these powers from all these other different um, sentient beings or whatever you want to call. And he finally, we finally find out that towards the end, after we have dark Doctor Strange, is that Ancient One actually split him in two. 
made the good version and the bad version. And now they kind of meet up and he's saying, you know, I've learned that you can't bring her back. This is the way it is. Dark One's like, nope, you, I'm still going to bring her back no matter what I try. And then there's this epic battle between the two of them. Do either of you guys want to take charge after that? Because I've been talking a lot. Um, Imagine you want like the whole episode. Just more like the conclusion <laughs> of it now. Um, it's a Doctor Strange duel, and uh, the bad one ends up winning and then destroys his universe. <laughs> brings brings back his girlfriend, so he did a. I, I mean, it it feels it feels bad to like be a spoiler though. Like, I mean. <laughs> I guess it, I mean realistically, like two 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 things oh, real quick. Yeah, wait. Why are we talking One. about the show? Should we be talking about the circumstances? <laughs> if they've already listened to it or they're listening to this point, they've already listened to the show. Yeah. Or they've already watched it. All I know is the so, the watcher yeah. is a jerk because all he does is munch the popcorn no. and watch uh-uh. people's demise. <laughs> No, no. First of all, why? It's his own fault, right? Like, yes. don't really come over here talking to me when I'm over here eating my chips, watching you make the drama. It's your fault. You have the drama. I mean, my yeah. chips. Leave me alone. Shouldn't do nothing. Yeah, exactly. Now, real quick though, like, so pretty much like there's there's the quick summary of pretty much well the plot really of what what happened in this episode. I think this episode was pretty good. It doesn't to me beat the past episodes. Um, I think I think this one was a lot slower pace, and maybe that's why I grade it a little lower. Um, but I really do like the execution of it. Um, I do like the fact that the stronger Doctor Strange gets, the more, um, I guess, spatial aware he becomes. The fact that he can hear... Um, oh my gosh. Um, what's his name? Um, what's his name? The guy that sees everything. The guy that's watching. Oh my gosh. Watch who? Watcher, the watcher. <laughs> the watcher. Um, no, the I was thinking that watches I, everything. <laughs> the watcher, yeah. No, well, the reason I was confused about his name is because I was thinking of the actor's name too. But anyway, um, so the the fact that he can hear the watcher, and then eventually he's at this like suit. He, he's absorbed him, his other self. He is like the pinnacle being at this point, and he can. He's on the same level as the watcher. And to me, I think that was the best part: the fact that he can communicate, see, and and you know. Um, acknowledge that he's there, I think is, like which no one's been able to do. Right. And I think that, to me, was a really cool concept. Um, and Maggie, you, you mentioned earlier, like, one thing that we haven't talked about on the podcast yet, because I'm a huge fan of the whole movie, movies in general, but MCU and everything, that we got a Doctor yeah, yeah. Strange, uh, we got a Spider-Man no, uh, Far From Home trailer recently, and we're gonna get into, like, we're gonna get uh, multi- multiverse, right? Like, yeah. This this alludes to that, and that I think is really cool. <laughs> like really oh cool. yeah, and the fact that we've seen Shuma Gorath twice already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I really did like the episode. Um, it's super dark, super depressing. Um, yeah. I guess I should. I I didn't know what to expect when starting the series, but they do really go like they they stretch their or they go past the boundaries like they really oh, yeah. they they don't make these subtle changes they really mm-hmm. push the boundaries of what they do with these characters that's why with the whole T'Challa Star Lord I was like when I saw Thanos being a good guy I was like wow they really went this way but they did this with Doctor Strange too where he is just a full on baddie like he is all about 
himself. He is selfish. He's doing no matter even if he destroys the world. This is I'm bringing her back no matter if I kill everybody. Which I wasn't expecting that big of a story, I guess, from What If for the limited time that they had to tell it. Because they got to tell yeah. like these full full blown like movie plots in a half. Is it a half hour? Forty five minutes? I don't know how long the show are. I think it's 40 minutes. I might be wrong. They're anywhere from like 30 to like 35. Yeah, but they have to yeah. put in these full-bore like th- movie plots into 30 minutes of a show. And well, well, you have to understand like they don't depend on they don't depend on explaining anything. They they depend on you coming in, you know, you've seen the movies, you know where you are. Enjoy. Like they don't depend on explaining things. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, what, 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 what yeah, thing I want, want to touch on? I mean, they want you to know what's going on. Like, they expect right. you to know, which you should if you're watching them, I think. Exactly. If you're watching a what? But they're also, should. yeah, they also happen so fast that you don't need to know what's going on in, like, the whole MCU. Like, you can just take it for, like, a 30 minute show right. and still and, get and, the aspect of it. So they're trying to tie that, like, everybody. Right. It all. Um, one thing I wanted to say on the episode I, um, is. One thing I, and I listen to a bunch of like different movie podcasts and stuff like that is like, I want one thing and no one really touches on is that Dr. Strange is a doctor. He, he's a surgeon, right? He has this oath to save lives and do this thing. And the fact that in this episode, he's the, he's the opposite of that, right? Like he's not worried about saving lives. He's worried. Like Adam, you said, he's selfish. He, he totally throws that surgeon oath out the window and he just becomes just obsessed with his goal and, it's really dark. It's really good. Yeah, yeah I like it. And and the, the style of animation they're doing for it is oh, yeah. so good. Um, it's yeah. like yep. I said before, it's like that Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse kind of look. It's a little bit different, but it's about it's closest thing I can compare it to. But it, it's super colorful. It really draws you in. You're never really bored. It was a little, like you said, Kane, slow starting. But then once it got going, it was it was it kept your eyes glued to the screen. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's I think that's what's hats off to the show is they they're and like you mentioned this earlier that that's what they're doing right like it's just constantly going and your eyes are glued you want to if <laughs> it's yeah. really good they do a good job at that. Um, all right, next episode is what if zombies? Pretty self-explanatory. Basically, they bring the Marvel zombie universe <laughs> back into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it starts off with at the beginning of infinity war where hulk is transported back to earth slams into the sanctum sanctuary i think it's called and that's what it is. yep um and he's going thanos is coming thanos is coming but no one's there to greet him he walks outside he walks down the street and all of a sudden he sees um my god what's their names black black dwarf and oh my god Ebony squidward yeah um, there you go. We and, both said the answer, but you went for it. <laughs> he sees them and he's like, "Oh crap! Okay, I gotta go, Hulk." He's trying to go, Hulk. He's Wait, hold on, time out. What's up? Time out. We've already seen the episode, and we told everyone a spoiler warning. We don't have to recap well, the episode, sure correct? We do because we got. I was wondering big, how long you were gonna let that. We happen gotta do the big <laughs> reveal. My podcast, my rules. But, but hasn't everyone? If anyone's listening, they already know, and we are all three of us have seen recap. it. Anyways, portals open, 
It's Doctor Strange, <laughs> Wong, and Tony Stark. They're zombies. The whole world is zombies. Spoiler alert. Anyways. <laughs> you spoiled already. Anyways. <laughs> I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to stamp out your fire, but I'm just. We already know what's happening, and everyone else has already. We've already given the warning. So if they're here, I'm interested to listen to. Damn it! <laughs> okay, real I, quick, I don't take. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to address this, like two things. One, I listen to a uh, a podcast that everyone should go check out. Shout out to them because Scott Porter like is also like knows these guys and like when he was going to come across a podcast and talk to him about it. But these guys are called Kind of Funny. They're an awesome group. They do this thing called Kind of Funny in Review. They, like, review all this stuff, and they do, like, a plot synopsis. They kind of, like, go through the whole plot, kind of like we're doing here. Like, you're here to to listen to what we how we feel about the show. We kind of tell the story. We talk about the story as we go. And this, like, we're kind of doing a different format of the podcast where we're doing this at the end of the podcast. And so we're just kind of, like, talking about it a little quicker. If you listen to our, I think it was, what, Zack Snyder review <laughs> the Batman one, like that one, we kind of went through the whole plot and everything and, and all that. So, um, in this instance, like I, I let Adam go ahead and talk about the whole plot. I mean, yeah, we're here. Everybody who's seen it is spoiling. But one thing that one thing that I thoroughly enjoy is like when he's talking is to pick out the parts that I think are my favorite. And so, like in this instance, we're talking about zombies, right? Like you've seen the episode. Everyone's zombies. Yeah. <laughs> you you have you have Spider Man who shockingly still up survives he's not tom holland that kind of sucked but that's okay and then you have we have the guy from ant-man um oh yeah i don't know how he survived but okay. i don't know what was I, name, kurt, I think it was yes it, it is kurt good call good call it is kurt and then um we have uh sharon carter sharon 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 carter, sharon carter. Uh, yeah sharon carter I'm trying to think of everybody who survived. Okoye. Happy. Uh, don't forget Happy. Or rest in peace, Happy. Uh, happy. And then, because when, man, first of all, when uh, he's doing boom, boom, boom with his hand or whatever. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, <laughs> pew, pew, pew. I was like, kill this guy. This I thought it was Blam. Was it Blam? It is Blam. It is Blam. It is Blam. Um, <laughs> it is blam. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, yeah. Winter Soldier is also one of the survivors. Yeah. Yeah. But no, and, I, um, I didn't. I don't want to. Hope Van Dyne. Yeah, and hope. Hope Van Dyne. Yes, that's. I didn't very want to just jump in and be like Scarlet Witch Zombie is the best thing in the show. I wanted to just do a little bit of build up, give people maybe like, oh yeah, I forgot that that happened. Blah blah blah. Anyway, I mean, hey, you, I mean, you, you, boo. I think it's justifiable though that she definitely is probably like she would be the scariest. <laughs> yes. Black Widow. No, Scarlet. No. Witch. Oh, I thought you said Black Widow. I don't know why. Oh, maybe you said Scarlet Witch, and I'm with Scarlet Johansson in my head. I don't oh, know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, yeah. well, I mean, Thanos at the end, though. Yeah. I, okay, real quick. Did you like that? No, you I didn't? didn't. I didn't. Okay, okay. Betty G, how about you? Did you like that? I didn't. So this is... Okay, well, I'll let, I'll let Adam go first. I was saying, okay. It's I, his podcast. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Damn it, Matt. Don't fool me. I want to be back. <laughs> I am a traditional zombies guy. I like the slow moving, the horde coming at you. Um, there's some, some variations of zombies I like. I loved um, Dawn of the Dead from 2001, where they more fast paced. I don't like the zombies that can think, or like I feel like Hawkeye zombie, and I know this was part of the comic books, and I love the comic books that they still had some kind of thought process. 
I don't like the fact that, you know, Hawkeye is still super accurate with his arrows because he's a decaying flesh bag at this point, and I don't think he'd have that kind of accuracy. I don't think Scarlet Witch would be able to consciously be able to use her powers. Um, those are my little problems with it, and they're not big problems. I do still enjoy that, you know, there's zombie Scarlet Witch that can just do whatever she wants with it, and Hawkeye is still a zombie. And now, to be completely fair, he was missing Sharon Carter quite a lot with his arrows in that episode. Mm. <laughs> he only hit her like one time. But, um, and I know that was part of the zombie Marvel's uh, comic where they all had their powers and stuff like that. So that part was cool. But there, there were some things that, so like when the Avengers fly down in the middle of a bridge, which is surrounded on zombies on both sides, what was their plan? Like, we're going to bring Hawkeye, Black Widow, Iron Man, Cap. I'll tell you their plan. It was to not be bitten. That and was I, their plan. And I forget <laughs> the fifth one, but it's like, let's just set down in the middle of a bridge, which Black Panther, auto, Black Panther which automatically negates two ways of escaping, because you can only go forward and backwards and only bring the five of us. Maybe there's only five of them left at that point, but like that was a suicide mission on their part. There was no getting out of that. Uh, I don't know, man. Go. The world... The, it's the strongest. They're the strongest on the earth. But the and thing was, is that you don't, you don't account for about, okay regular them. zombies that are yeah. just regular people who are pretty slow. These aren't yeah. regular zombies though. These are super powered zombies. Yes. Well, for no, but when they land on the bridge, they're just regular people that are zombies. They're not. That's what I'm saying. No, but okay, take it like this. Like everyone knows who the mountain is, right? The mountain, right? Yes. The, like the Game of Thrones actor. Yes. Yeah, have you seen him stand next to his woman? Jesus. Oh Anyways, oh yeah. <laughs> but if he gets turned into a zombie, and for some forsaken reason you're uh, like looking at him or something, don't tell me there's no door or something that that dude's just not gonna be able to push through. Yeah, he's just mass. Like a juggernaut. Yeah, but if I'm like Captain America, zombie. I got... Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, if I'm Captain America I'm saying... and I got Black Panther next to me, I'm I'm thinking I'm good. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> But I'm saying I think there's the I think that would be the like equivalent to like a super right. power that people would know like that dude is just strong AF like right. yeah. I, I'm just and, saying and what, yeah and I maybe think I, these people like if Scarlet Witch just wanted to eat people what like I don't know maybe it's it's the what if what if she still did right. have her powers it is a <laughs> what if the people who were more than normal were still more than normal zombies. You get it? Right. And and I do, I think that's why I enjoy this episode because they go, they go into that, right? Exactly. What if these people are zombies? What if they have their powers? The only one I don't understand and one I don't agree with is how a zombie Iron Man can still work his suit, but whatever. So my thing is, (laughs) but the thing is, it's like, it's, it's not a normal Iron Man. I would say is, or Tony Stark is not a normal human. Right, I He's agree. Smarter, yeah, yeah. Um, and in I, regards and, to the ending, oh wait, go ahead. I was just gonna say, and what they do to this episode is they make they make it scary, right? All of these people have their powers, and now they're zombies. They have no limits. They don't pull their punches. They're gonna kill you and eat you. And the thing is, yeah. it was it, cool it, to like, it, see heroes dying, <laughs> right? And, and when my gripe, my, well, yeah, Captain America getting cut in half. Come on. Come on. Um, but my biggest gripe with the episode, real quick, I'll finish up. Biggest gripe with the episode is that they didn't go darker. 
Yes. And they had their humor on it, and and that was cool. It helped alleviate it. Yeah, but I wish it would have just went. I wish they would have embraced the darkness and the yeah. horror. You but, never really here. see any of the heroes like get ripped apart, which I get it. You're not going to put that on Disney Plus, <laughs> but like you see Happy get pulled away into the dark. You just hear Sharon Carter scream because yeah. in the background and stuff like that. But one, the one of the bigger problems I had was when um, Janet Pym turned giant when she was turning into a zombie. Hope, hope. I'm like, yeah. hope. I'm like, so now we're going to have a giant zombie on our hands, which I was kind of yeah. hoping for, but then she just kind of falls back and then gets eaten, but you don't Well, they, yeah, they blasted her. Yeah. Did they blast her? I thought she just fell Yeah, that's because she, well, she woke up and then grabbed the ship when they were heading to Wakanda. Oh. And they, like, thrust her full blast. Okay. Oh, okay. So in regards to the end, the only thing I didn't understand is, so... Thanos and his whole army were all good. Um, like, they weren't zombies. They sent the Hulk back. The Earth was planted or filled with zombies, except for Wakanda. You're telling me Thanos arrived with his army, they all got turned into zombies, <laughs> and then they attacked Wakanda, and Wakanda's probably been holding all zombies before that. So they still couldn't, like, they still couldn't hold off some more zombies maybe maybe that's totally possible because they didn't break it down the wall and that was like then thanos gets there maybe thanos turns into it and then he uses like the affinity gauntlet to get through but i was like for a second i thought about it but now that after i'm saying it back in my head i was like okay no that totally is possible yep never mind well mine was yeah more, because then go ahead Adam. i was like mine was more as he had the time gem like if I'm getting bit, I'm going time jam activate. That's that's a very solid point. That's like as soon as I get point. scratch or bit, I'm going time jam go. It's a very well, maybe he just instantly. No, maybe um, he couldn't. Maybe he was just like overrun. Maybe, I don't or maybe know. he doesn't know it's going to happen to him until it's too late. He doesn't know that he's going to turn into it. Yeah, maybe. maybe he Wait, did he? Did he, are you sure he had the time gem? He had the Infinity Gauntlet. I'm assuming he had all the gems. No, because they said they were bringing him the Mind Gem. Right, but he—I think he still had the time. Was it Mind or whatever? Yeah. No, it was whatever. Um, no, whatever. Uh, Vision, Vision had. Mind, what yeah. Vision yeah. had? Vision is the Mind. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. T- t- time was Doctor Strange. Time was Doctor Strange. Yeah. And, yeah, and so. Uh, let me pull up a screen grab and see if uh, he had the time gem in the gauntlet because that's mean, a really big plot hole. I do, um, I do like the one line that Vision and Vision. I mean, I love the fact that they got all the actors to do all their voiceovers for this, excluding um, Tom Holland. Yes, and I do like it. The the one line that Vision says is, "She hasn't eaten for days." <laughs> and she oh, just oh yeah! Busts open the door and just starts. Like, <laughs> I think he, she sucked in Kurt first. And just gobbled him up, and then it was like Winter Soldier after that, or something like that. But uh, and then uh, who who did he revive? He revived Hank Pym's head, or not Hank Pym? Yeah, Scott, Scott Lang. Scott, yeah, Scott yeah. Um, so, which was kind of funny. And that and that uh, was real quick, and that's a callback to having Janet Pym in the comic books, her head being uh, in one of those capsules. There was a. You keep saying Janet Pym. Do you mean Hope Pym or like? Who, no, no, no. In the actual. Janet? In the comic books, I believe it was Janet. Uh, whoever played Wasp in it, it might have been Janet. I don't know. Um, but there Ooh. are a lot of callbacks to the comic book Marvel Zombies in this episode. Uh, I do. I am looking here. Um, oh, real quick. Oh, before I forget. Um, Bucky 
when they're in there with vision, right? Because they cause they go, they look in for a cure, they go to find a cure, and then they go to the and they find out it's Vision's hideout. They go to Vision's hideout. Their plot figured out, right? Then Scarlet Witch is under there. Bucky goes looking for a vehicle, and like they just went through a scene in the train station where they <laughs> yeah. they said don't split up the party, and Bucky just leaves. No, <laughs> like don't split the party. Not just they, Spider Man, because he's all about those. Like, haven't you seen American yeah. horror films? <laughs> Which is great, yeah. No, um, but American I, reality shows. <laughs> about the same. Uh, I do. I can confirm in the screen grab, he does have the uh, Thanos does have the time gem. He has all of them, excluding the mind gem. Boom. So, yeah. <laughs> boo 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 boo. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and my other and like I said, we're not trying to rip this. We're just trying to find plot holes. That's what that's what the thing is nowadays. Yeah. Where was that's Thor, the only thing I didn't like. Where was Thor this whole time? Was he just dead on the one ship that Thanos? Yeah. Like he got killed. We just from the gu- well, unless the Guardians save him. Yeah, we're just. Assuming it's fully possible because we don't see the Guardians in this at all. Yeah, I mean, maybe no they big... come back. Yeah. Episode six: what Guardians come back with <laughs> Thor. To save the world. What is episode six? Do we know? Um, uh, I, I'm shocked that we only. I'm. Are you sure we only have one episode? Like, yeah, I think sure? so. I thought. I could mm-hmm. be wrong. I, I thought we had more because I know we do. We have eventually. Um, Eric. We have Killmonger as what if he saved Tony Stark? We have that. Oh yeah. And then we. I'm trying to remember what everything else from the trailer. Um. We had that one for sure, and I thought there was two more, but I, I can't recall them. I'm gonna look it up so it's either a six episode I'm or looking it's an eight episode. I'm looking it up. Yeah, looking it up. <laughs> That's why I'm filler both turning around. Um, there's seven episodes, it looks like. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's two more episodes. Well, that's good. Because Captain Marvel has been in a lot of the screenshots, but I don't think. Nine. Nine. Oh, there's nine. Yep. August 11th, it concludes on August, October 6th. It is part of their Phase 4. There's nine episodes. So we have four more episodes, boys. Do they there have, we go. Do they have titles for them at all? Um, I don't think they reveal them. Okay. Yeah, do you want me to, do, if I can find them, do you want to know? I mean, I don't mind. It's not going to give anything <laughs> to the story. It's just going to give us what I the mean, episodes will be about. We're in the spoilers, so I mean, if you want to go through the plot, the plot synopsis, you can too. <laughs> Whatever you want. Uh, to do. Oh yeah. No, they, they it only shows uh, episode five. Okay. We don't know yet. My other kind of problem with the zombies one was Vision just offs himself. <laughs> like, I need to repent. Yeah. Pulls out his mind gem, which he's the <laughs> only one that can't turn into a zombie, and is the only one that knows about a cure. And I'm just gonna off myself and here's the mind gem. Go to Wakanda. Good luck. <laughs> Even though I've oh, just... there's only six episodes of Hawkeye. Oh yeah, there's only six. I was I wanted to talk about that trailer. <laughs> there's only six. Um, Week and that's in October, what? I believe. The November, thing, uh, November, November twenty fourth. The thing I love that Disney Plus is doing is they're doing these ep- or these doing these series one after another. They're not just like yeah, here's like it's only like a series. month break. Yeah, here's four series. Go <laughs> that. <laughs> That was the biggest problem I had back when they had like the Flash and Supergirl and Constantine and all this stuff is it was just too much at all at once. We do have an episode of Ultron. What if? Can't forget that. Ooh, I, I almost did. So spoiler, <laughs> spoiler in the spoiler section. Um, we do have an episode of uh, Ultron at some point. I believe it's what if Ultron. 
what if Ultron he rules something? What if Ultron ruled this or whatever? Okay. I don't remember. But I'm I'm excited for the Killmonger one and I'm excited for the Ultron one. I'm trying to see what else there is. But I think there's a Thor one at some point. Um but we'll see. Oh, uh real quick though, what I really want to know, and I know the fans that stuck around wanna know. <laughs> M- Maddie G, what'd you think about episode two with T'Challa? <laughs> what'd you think about that one? <laughs> Which one? What if Starlord was what if uh, T'Challa was Starlord? Oh, uh, I didn't have any problem with it. I liked it. I think that with, I was going to say, I think the way they are doing, like showing that villains can change, what if it like has tie-ins with Spider-Man? Like, yeah, you mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Like what if like Dr. Ong is like, Oh, Hey Peter, like he knows who Peter is. Yeah. I I think, I I think we're going to get, I think we're going to get ideas like plot, um, plot points from this series like uh, like absolute point i think we're going to get in that in that in that uh in that movie from far from home um yeah and, and i think it's gonna be really cool uh the fact that they they offered like we, which we can do a whole trailer breakdown a different episode like you want to come hang out <laughs> but like that that yeah. trailer has a lot of stuff in it like a lot <sighs> of stuff in it like you he's running around in like if you look closely he's running around in a black suit and then there's another Wait, one where, uh, yeah, and when he's running through like the like the um the classroom scene, yeah, like he's like office, running through there, the office building or something like that. Yeah, the office building. His suit is like black. Oh okay. Yeah, and so he's running through that, and then um, you hear, I think you hear the Green Goblins laugh, and then you see Doctor Octavius. Which shout out to that actor. I think I said it already, but that actor coming back, hell yeah! Like well, he was the see, best part of Spider Man too. <laughs> you see Green Goblins bomb. So you know it's a green. Yeah. Movie. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought I heard his laugh too, um, but you see Sandman. You see. I don't remember like, seeing him. You see, you see like a you see like the sand cloud come up and stop mm-hmm. this electricity. So you're assuming Sandman. You're assuming mm. Electro. There's one scene where they're like there's a shadowy figure that's behind Peter, and I don't know if it's either Venom or if it's um, Lizard. So we'll have. I'm to thinking yeah, I mean, he's going to be thrown think, into that universe. Yeah, like yeah. What were you saying? Uh, I'm sorry about that. I mean, people. Yeah, people speculate kind of everything. I kind of like to be like, okay, well, let's look. I'm I'm cool to like wait and see what happens. I think it like ties it in oh, yeah. more. Like it's more exciting. Like when people start like breaking it down, like, oh, this guy's in it for sure. This guy's in it. Or like people like look at like the cast list. Yeah. Okay, everyone says like. Joe McGuire's going to be in it, and Andrew Garfield, and all. I'd rather, like, I'm not going to look into all that and the reporters and stuff. When the trailer comes out and I see it, I'm going to freak because I just see that there's a Green Goblin bomb, and it was freaking the actor who played Otto, Otto, like, who played Dr. Ock. I'm like, holy shit. You already know it was the number one um, trailer of all time, and when the next trailer comes out and it shows Andrew Garfield or Tom McGuire, I hope they don't do it. I hope dude, they don't do it. Oh, if they show Tom Hardy, even people are going to go fucking nuts. Yeah, they're going to. But it's like, like break its but own I'm, record. I'm from the park that goes. What if we didn't have trailers? You know what I mean? Like, what if? Imagine watching Thor Ragnarok. And Hulk comes out, and you did not get spoiled in the in the trailer for that. Oh, like those yeah, are yeah. moments that are so cool that I you just hope you just wish they weren't in the trailer. And, there's like, there's a certain thing though. 
I don't know why. I don't know why I think about it. This is totally on subject. We, is it? I feel like it's a great time to be alive right now for like nerds, anime fans, uh-huh. and for some of us who like don't get to finish it or who like don't make and see the shows like for whatever happens to them. I always watch the trailer just in case something never happens and I don't get to see the movie. At least I know there it was coming out. You know what I mean? And yeah, some, but like the trailers you never know. Be there. Well, sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes the trailers do a great job at hiding stuff. Like, if you guys remember Tropic Thunder from back in the day, there was no <laughs> indication that Tom Cruise was going to be in this bodysuit of, I can't remember his name, but he was like a huge surprise that just made the movie. There was also some other movie that I can't remember what it was where it just it didn't tell anything about this character but once they revealed it it was like oh my god like how did they not put that in the trailer because people well, are think, be like, like i don't want to see that well think of think of like the, the trailer that's done that the most endgame right like infinity war and endgame like they just totally did not put they didn't they stay shot fake shots they I f- um I'm gonna say they t- didn't reveal Fat Thor. Oh, that oh, I, I I love it. I love yeah, it because you go know. in, you go in thinking one thing, and then you like it. It's completely it, something it, different. It, it makes it so much better. I'm like, oh it's shit, it's not what I thought. Yeah, like that one. Yeah, scene and, and, from it, end, or was it Endgame or Infinity War where it's everyone running towards the screen and it wasn't even in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, think about think about Civil War when they're in that 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 um, when they first do the trailer, it's uh, it's them walking in the in the airport scene. Spider Man isn't there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, mind you, in the movie they you know obviously just cut him in, but still, like you don't know Spider Man's there until they right before that movie comes out, they drop a trailer that shows him in it. But I like anyway. that the trailer kind of throws you in different directions. It doesn't tell you what's happening. Yeah, I don't mind that unless it's completely off. But I don't mind it. But yeah, this episode. Uh, back to it. <laughs> this episode, I think, was was okay. Like, I, I, I didn't think it was the best. I, I would have loved it if they embraced the horror. Um, yeah, I did but, too. Yeah, there wasn't enough gore in it for being a zombie thing. Yeah. Any final thoughts on this episode? I liked it. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. I mean, it's it's kind of your classic. You know, everything's going wrong. Let's hop on a train. Let's go somewhere. Let's go to a secret military base where they have a cure. Oh crap. Everything's going wrong. Now we gotta go somewhere else. I mean, I will okay. say though, the last uh, like what is it? Three now? Three episodes now? Mm-hmm. Um, either like the the villains have been winning, or it's it's gone down here downhill for the heroes. Three episodes in a row, and people are loving the episodes. Yeah, it's, it's they're gonna change that shit. Well, no, they got Ultron. No, going. Yeah. It, it could be it could be their way of uh. Are we going to be ready for them to like kill off more heroes? Are we going to be ready for like another duel? Like easing us into it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That that could totally, you know, we could see Spider-Man fall or fail, or we could see like the heroes get taken out. You never know. Never know. What do you think? See Doctor Strange fail. We see what. Episode three when Hulk explodes. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, Iron Man just falls over dead. Like you're like, okay, <laughs> this is what we're doing. All right, we'll strap in. <laughs> One thing I don't like about it, real quick, we can move past it. But that episode when Hawkeye shoots an arrow into Thor, I'm like, mm, all right, I don't know about that, but okay. 
I forgot. Right. Yeah, Hank Pym did something to the arrow or something to kill Thor on that one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it's Hank Pym. He just the opened whole time. his hands. He just yeah. opens uh, mm-hmm. Hawkeye's hands. No, but didn't he have something didn't think... to the arrow? Because an arrow's not going to kill Thor. No, that's it what I thought was, the same. No, that, that's what I'm saying. That's the problem I have with it. But no, it simply was him opening his hand. Okay, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I thought that was weird as well. Yeah, I didn't like it. I did but like the fact that uh, Nick Fury did pimp slap Hank Pym in there. In <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that was great that, you know, I mean, it wasn't, spoiler alert, it wasn't Nick Fury, but. Um, yeah. Which Loki takes over, and then the new Avengers is Captain Marvel and Captain America. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's where we're going to end tonight's show. Uh, I am hoping to go see Shang-Chi on Saturday. Kane, have you seen Shang-Chi yet? Bro, day one, fam. I thought we were talking about it tonight. Oh. No, 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 no. I, I, don't, I haven't had the, Now that school started, I don't have the time to go uh, whenever I feel like it anymore. So. Gotcha. Um, I want to, but I feel like I can't because I've already went and saw like five movies yeah. in the past three years by myself because my wife is what stayed home and watches our son. Well, that's, we got Shang Chi. We've got Eternals. We've got Venom. We've got Spider Man. We've. I'm got not watching Spider-Man. Venom, so no. Uh, yeah. What? I'm, boycott- I'm boycotting Venom. I'm boycotting. <sighs> I, yeah, no. We we could we could talk. We could debate this another day, but like we I know it should be like R rated. We know, but yeah, no, I mean, still, yeah. you're giving them. You're giving Sony money to keep making these, and imagine a world where you did it. And then they sold the rights to uh, um, MCU. <laughs> sold the right to Marvel Studios. I'm just saying. They're still in the game because everybody gives them... Hey, shout out to Sony, though. They're making awesome PlayStation 5 games. I'm just saying. Sony's killing it in the gaming industry. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Can now wait. Can oh now wait. Wolverine? Spider-Man 3, Wolverine oh Horizon. Yo. Wolverine? Did you, you see play the Horizon? Have you played Horizon, though? Yeah. I mean, don't, well, don't, get, don't, don't be cool with me yet because I haven't beat it, but I've played it. Oh, it's like my favorite game. Oh, I'll be. It's really good. It's really good. It's so amazing. It. Yeah, I, it's hard for me to have time to play. I have not games. played Horizon. Oh, you're missing out. It's missing out. I have to be very strategic with my free time. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I hear you. I hear you. But Horizon is the uh, is is just it's that good. And I'm a dinosaur I'll tell you what, guy, you... so I gotta get it one of these days. Yeah, I was a dinosaur guy like growing up, like as a kid. Like <laughs> now, I got mecha dinosaurs. Let's go. Uh, you go watch Shang Chi, and I'll play uh, Rest of Horizon. Just saying. Go watch, <laughs> go watch it so you can tune in next week for the spoiler cast where we go through the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, <just> exactly. No, <laughs> uh, where we're gonna? Yeah, we'll talk about Shang Chi next week, maybe. But if you want to watch it before then, jump in. Ah, uh, all right. Well, that's gonna be our. Wait, show. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 what am I missing? No, you're not missing anything. Maddie, what's the five movies you watched recently <laughs> that you just, like, went to go see in theaters? What were the five movies, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, no, not in theaters. No, I'm saying over the past, like, oh, three years since my son is born, gotcha. I've gone to the movies, like, by myself <laughs> or with a friend, like, five gotcha. times. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were saying, I like, can't... recently you went to five movies. No, <laughs> I can't be like, uh, okay, Kayla, I'm going to go watch Shang-Chi. I'm gonna go watch Eternals. I'm gonna go watch yep. Venom. Yeah. See, my wife, <laughs> no, I get it now. my wife goes to bed at eight o'clock, so I just leave and go to the movies afterwards. There oh no, that's what that's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> but I feel like 
if I keep doing it, and if I keep going to see all the MCU, she's eventually just not going to care to watch any of the MCU and these stuff anymore. And then I'm going to be like, well, now I lost you with that. So, uh, yeah. yeah. If you go too far ahead, you might. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I I see you. Just bring her home a vegan hamburger and all is well. <laughs> um, all right, well, we're gonna head more here. <laughs> we're gonna end on that one. So thanks for sticking around with us for the last two and a half hours. Make sure you head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com backslash clicksing it. Be entered into some of our awesome giveaways that we're having this month, and then head on over to our uh, sponsor, Glass Cabinet Hobbies. I don't think he's doing any more case breaks for House of X or not House of. I always call it House of X Rise and Fall because nobody is interested in the set anymore. So. He's got a lot of mo- lot more cases that he has to get rid of, but I think Empire is going to be a pretty successful set, and he'll be able to do a lot more case braces with that. Cake case braces. Wow, I'm going to end that. <laughs> braces. Got it. Good night. <laughs> if anyone's looking for a case, let me know. Yes, hook up. All right, Medici will hook you up. And again, congrats to all those. Is Gen Con this weekend? Yes. Uh, correct. Yes. Okay. So for all you Gen Con okay. online, at least is on this weekend. <laughs> For all those that you headed to did, uh, Digimon. God damn it. I got to go to bed. All right. <laughs> did it. <laughs> Good night. Good night, everybody. Make sure Thanks you're staying safe Peace. out there. And as always, keep Be clicking. Safe. Good night. Good night. <laughs>